Hey, welcome back to The House That Happens, recorded live every week at Chewy's Bar and Grill in Etobicoke, the only place to be. Voted four times the best dive bar in the GTA. You know it's number one in our hearts. I'm Andrew Milani. Hi, my name's Cruz. Cruz, how you doing? Outstanding, outrageous, catalysmic, and nothing shocking. How's that? Nothing shocking. Wow, that does not sound like our show at all. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we're going to find it along the way as, you know, as we open up. And uh, first of all, like, I mean, there's crazy things that have happened all week. I think we're going to stumble across yeah. a few. Uh, well, one of the things we don't talk about enough is the game of golf. And we had a Canadian winner this week, Mr. Nick Taylor. Yes, he won the Waste Management Open in uh, Arizona, correct? Yeah, the most insane tournament. If you don't watch golf, just watch this. You're allowed to be... I'm Just, a majors guy, so... Okay, well, you're in this tournament. They even had to shut some down because uh, they weather? had some inclement weather and some people got stupid with alcohol because you're right on top of the crowd in a couple yeah. spots and you're allowed to drink. Oh, there was too many people. That was the Oh, yeah, thing, right? and then some didn't leave and some didn't come. I don't know. Anyways, I'm just saying that was the... Um, the interesting things about it is you hear a lot of people saying, well, look, who's at the leaderboard? Because nobody's watching live. Just to let you know, nobody's watching live. You know I wasn't I mean? aware. Okay, nobody's watching live. But everybody's a <laughs> little bit bitching about, well, what does a leaderboard look like? And I thought it was a great leaderboard. And Charlie Hoppin was up by almost three strokes with three holes left. And Taylor chased him down. It went to a playoff. It went to a playoff. Even Sheffley was there. He's number one in the world. He, he fell to the wayside. Nick Taylor won. Great for the Canadian, don't you think? Yeah, it's a great, obviously, for Canadian golf whenever a Canadian wins. We, uh, or I should say my brother had it on a little bit before the Super Bowl. We'll get to that a little bit later, of course. Yeah. But uh, I just want to shout out uh, one of our loyal listeners, actually, Terry. He's one of our sales reps at work. He's uh, listened to our show every week. I send it to him right after it airs. Hi, Terry. How you doing? Yeah, he uh, brought us sushi at work today. So Outstanding. Like, yeah. I don't eat that stuff. But. I, I, how did I know, know you weren't a sushi guy? <laughs> what? What? I was going to ask you on a sushi date next week after I came back from Oh, Ottawa. no, that's all right. I'm doing my hair. Okay, I'll be doing my hair. Okay, I'm not a big, my treat. But. I'm not a big sushi guy. I do a lot of things. Sushi's not one of them. No. Uh, and uh, yeah. we should say we're recording this a little bit early because uh, I will be in Ottawa this Which weekend. Which is great, yes. To visit uh, my buddy Chris and his wife Nicole. We're going to have a lot of fun there. Six of us are going up. Yes. Should be a great time. To the nation's capital. I always, Everyone's fake favorite fake city in Canada. I was just going to say, <laughs> is it just an amazing city? City or is it just a cesspool? I don't know. I haven't been there in years, so I'll just leave it alone. God bless Ottawa. How's that? How's that? <laughs> um, I also want to do a um, to remind everybody that this is how the world works when you're a megastar. We also have, just to end on golf, is Tiger Woods will be playing this afternoon. He's been one under at the Genesis, which is the same tournament where he got into that horrific car accident. And he's going to be, what's the name of his line? His new, did you hear his new clothing line? Sunday red something. It's kind of lame, no. but I guess he's, I guess he's not he's Nike guy anymore. Yeah, they went down the road. Not Tiger's still money, you know what I mean? So yeah. anyways, it's um, good luck with Tiger Woods. So if you're just a Tiger Woods fan, I think he's on the course right now as we speak. Okay, well, good luck to Tiger. Yes. Obviously, we're fans of his. Yep. Uh, and we're going to move on to... One of our favorites at the house that happens. A big race coming up this weekend. Of course, oh, the Daytona yeah. 500. Oh, yeah, the Daytona 500. Oh, yeah. is that That's in Florida, I guess, right? Yep. Daytona, Florida, yeah. And I bet you, uh, give me an hour and I'll tell you one of the drivers. How's that? <laughs> Something like that. It's actually, Daytona's on, not that race, but uh, Daytona, 24 hours of Daytona, the one they do in uh, early in the year. That's on my bucket list. But uh, obviously, Oh, I understand that. That's yeah. a different kind of race, but this... Yeah, it's IMSA. I mean, I would love to go to a NASCAR race as well, but I'd probably do Michigan before 
Well, you know what? I, now that you've said and we've uh, tackled a little bit of uh, the upper, like I said, I just can't even. I, when I see the commercials, I turn them off. It's just I go really. It's nah. not for everybody. No, definitely not. If you want that, so everything goes down. Let me remind you: if you want to just talk about how it is, if you everybody and you don't have an argument and you don't have to get in trouble with each other, just look at it. You're Italian. Just look at it like pizza. We're all doing pizzas. What the hell you put on it, okay? And I don't put NASCAR well, on what? my pizza. Formula One, all kinds, but no. Oh, you're getting no. right to it. So we are 16 yeah. days out from the first Formula One race. There's going to be a bunch of Saturday races this year, including the first race of the season in, uh, in Bahrain. It's Saturdays? Saturday races. There's going to be a few of them. How come? Is that to do with where they can broadcast it? It's going to get a better I, I, time I, slot in North America, maybe? That sounds kind of fishy. Uh, I, I don't know if it's because of that. It's I have no idea, to be honest. Well, I'm, if it's in Baran, it's going to be, you'll be able to stay up later Saturday or Friday or whatever. I, I can see why. Yeah, but you can just do that the next day anyways. I'll just PVR it, so I don't care. I mean, I'll be, the, I'll be waking up at 9 a.m. anyways to watch it, so it won't matter for me. Um, true, true. But obviously, there's a lot of con- controversy surrounding uh, Christian Horner and uh, some allegations made against him in uh, Red Bull F1. Well, you, uh, we talked about this off air, and I said he seems to me to be the type of guy that's Teflon. However, you're going to tell me what? Red Bull what? Red Bull, the word around the campfire is that Red Bull has asked him to resign. If that is the case, then you can't be Teflon when you've done something. Yeah. Maybe it's not illegal. Maybe we're going down. On, I don't know. No, we, but we, it's all we know be. is that there was a female employee that complained about him. So kind of makes you wonder. Obviously, yeah. it's not a good look when we you, have, it gets your mind okay, thinking, you know, obviously, it's right? All, but nothing, nothing set in alleg- stone yet. Allegations. There's allegations. There's a female and Red Bull allegedly has asked them to leave. Um that just tells me that sometimes I wish at the house that happens we're going to stay on the side of. If this guy's, no, we won't say any of its allegations, so to speak. But it does have a domino effect, as I was telling you last week about that engineer dude. Adrian Newey. Yes. So yes. suddenly somebody's going there so we can have an operation like Red Bull and the, what would you call it, the foundation of their operation suddenly either colliding or collapsing. Yeah, because he, he's been a day one guy at Red Bull. Oh, he was yeah. running, he's been running the show there since day one. Um, like, I can see Red Bull giving him, like, here, carte blanche. Because this is like, if you're saying 13 days away, this is, there's, some new, there's new things about the cars because they've changed a couple rules. Yes. Um, everybody's getting their time out to practice and stuff, and suddenly Horner's well, that gone. Practice is right Ooh. around the corner, basically. That's what I'm saying. So um, <clears throat> this is kind of like Babstock being fired at the start of training camp. Oh, basically. You know what well, I he mean? He was but also was even too, right? Yes, exactly. Now, for lesser I'm, accounts. Yeah. But... Um, I hate to hear that, man, because I kind of like this Horner guy. He seems to be cool or whatever, but you don't know what's in anybody's closet, do you? No, exactly. And, uh, I, I mean, this is obviously going to have crazy reparations in F1 either way. Uh, I think Red Bull's the only team that still has yet to unveil their car this year. I don't imagine it being, like, crazy different. I mean, well, you don't. there's obviously little tweaks between the, uh, the unveiling and then, like, testing, and then there's probably going to be a few more tweaks between that and the first race and... We will keep our eyes on that, uh, and we'll see what happens. But as we like to specify here at the House of Happens at all times, if your indiscretions lead to immortality, what is it, immorality, is that? Immorality. Yes, or or illegalities, uh, we hope you get uh, what you deserve. Yes. Correct? Exactly. Okay. 
we're, we're, we'll get on to that. But anyways, um, any other shout-outs that you'd like to shout-out to? It's really cool, this Terry guy that he's listening to you. Yeah. I will make sure Just we still listening to you, too. Oh, I agree. I agree. Well, there's a few other people that have been out there listening, too. And like I said, let Andrew know because as I was talking to you guys, last couple guys last night at St. Louis Barn Grill, which I really don't like to <laughs> oh, go to. Oh, you named by them the this time. Yes, I did. Because we stopped in. I did not know. Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Did you have Valentine's Day? Should we have brought that up? Who cares? Uh, I don't do Valentine's Day. Okay, that's what we were saying. So anyways, I do live with two women, granddaughter and my wife. And I decided to take them out. And we had to go to the lowest of the low because we didn't make reservations. Lots of people went out last night. That's how Valentine's works, sir. Uh, shit, it was. I, I could have done it. But, I mean, we wanted to go to Montana's or the Keg or Lone Star oh, or keg, something. Oh, Keg, forget it. But, oh, no, we didn't. Any, anyways, we didn't plan properly, and we ended up uh, having a couple of bites to eat. That's but, okay. Yeah, yeah, we got, we, got, we got through the night. But in any event, there was people there that said they've been listening to the show. Oh, awesome. And I Thank said you. to them, give us, uh, give us a shout-out so that we'll know all about it. Which uh, because We love I'm, you here at the house that happens. Yes, we do, because immediately what they wanted to do was talk about Guess what? The, the Super Bowl. Bowl. How did you like the game, bro? Oh, man, that was the best Super Bowl since New England came back against Atlanta, in my opinion. Oh, that's okay, because you're a New England guy, so I can get how you <laughs> demonstrate the drama. First and foremost, any game that goes into overtime increases the drama and the excitement and the attention that's brought to the oh, game. Oh, like correct? tenfold, automatically. You know what I mean? And I thought it was a great game, too. Now, I heard all this stuff about where people are saying, well, oh, it started a little slow. Oh, it was a little boring. What, defense bores you? I like defense. I I thought but it was fun. That's what I said, too. Like, both teams showed up. Yep. Like, right off the hop, and both of their defenses, which people are crescent, can you do the run? Can they stop the run? Blah, blah, blah. And coincidentally, both teams rushed for over 100 yards. Coincidentally, yep. on both sides of the fence. Some people say well, that's because of overtime, but we'll get to the props in a bit. In any event, it just proved, proved to me, let's cut to the chase here. We don't have to di di dissect anything but the fact that Patrick Mahomes is the best football player on the planet. Not only that, he's probably one of the best football players I've ever seen in my life. He's on a trajectory to do things that even some of my favorites of all time are going to do. And if you don't know what this is a dynasty, then I guess you've never seen a dynasty in your life. No, and I think Mahomes, he's on the fast track to becoming the GOAT. Oh, if no he's not doubt there about already. it. Exactly. And like, you know, I, I love Tom Brady. But me this guy, too. We know. This is the house he, of Brady, man. Come on. Basically. We don't have a problem with that. No, but this guy d does things that like Brady can even like dream about doing. And he's like the fastest like every touchdown stat, every passing yard stat. Oh, like, yeah. Come on. No, and it's sick. Like, I, come on. He's 28 years old. He's got six appearances in the AFC Championship game. This is his fourth appearance in the Super Bowl. And this is his third ring Come on, this is, a, this is just like, this is what a dynasty is. And here, here's what happens now. Our ears and eyes will all be open because eventually someone's got to win three in a row, right? In the history of the Super Bowl, nobody's ever won three in a row. It might never happen, though. That's, that's how crazy football is, though. Like, getting to the Super Bowl back-to-back -back is crazy hard. Okay, winning back-to-back back like, is huh? even more. Winning two in uh, a row exactly. is, okay. That's my point. That's, I, I don't know if we'll ever get to that point, to be honest, especially, especially with the salary cap and... But, I mean, if anyone's going to do it, this it is might a, be the Chiefs. Okay, as, as, um, can I steal this? And it was a fact that I heard from Mina Kimes, which I didn't realize. The age of the Kansas City defense is oh, all protected yeah. under the cap as we speak because there's a lot of dudes under 26, 25, yep. so they're involved in these type of contracts. Mahomes is already 
his contract settled in and he's he's willing to negotiate he's willing to, to do some of that salary yes yeah. he's willing to do some of that pulling, top, a brady. pulling a brady you know what i mean i mean if what would you want to have money or winning well he's going to have both i've seen him <laughs> on enough commercials that he should be able to augment the differential sure. and then you become an ambassador for the team like michael Irwin is in dallas so you wonder why never he took any big money ah that's just another story i like michael Irwin. but i'm saying i like dynasties in this way um, we're going to chance to talk about next year. Is the team going to be able to do have a three-peat? I mean... And you're saying no? I, I'm saying... This is the guy I, I'm most not saying likely. no. I'm just saying, like, I'm not ready to just hand it to them yet. Oh, no. I, I mean, look, at if you had got the middle of the season this year, um, you thought this team is in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading the league in penalties, leading the league, especially on their offensive oh line, the I drop mean, just balls. game to game, that, uh, the Christmas Day game against the oh, Raiders. That but, was such a disaster. Oh, well, they were, that's, for, that's what I'm saying. They were exposed to yeah. different uh, way of winning, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, if you just take it from, like, who's going to take them down? The only team I can really see in the AFC that would even have a chance is Baltimore. If they don't play themselves again. I thought Buff- Buffalo should be there again, too. But, uh, we're but they're going to have some cap problems next well, year because Josh saying. Allen's getting the bump next year, is he not? Uh, yeah, but I think that he's in the same position where he could do a little dance because he signed his one year earlier, didn't he? Or did he come in the league same time as Mahomes? Um, I think he came later. in one year later. In any event, I think later. he can dance. I think they're okay. Either they way, won't... but that's th- that they're still going to have to play skip rope, jump rope with that salary cap, though. It's... I don't know if Buffalo is going to be in that great of a position. Cincinnati, same thing. A bunch of contracts. They got to well, make some decisions we've this We've got off other season. teams to worry about then. But before we get to that, I'm just saying, look, you got to look at the other side of the fence. What's the possibility of San Francisco coming back? And everybody knows when you lose in the Super Bowl, you rarely get back. And yes. I thought last year, I thought this would be the time that we'd see a Philly-Kansas City rematch. I can't say this is going to be the same for San Francisco because they do have Purdy, and he's on that sweetheart contract. Well, a lot of those guys are locked into next and year. And they're that all locked in. Yeah, I think Ayuk is one that's not, and I think a lineman's going to be, in, and there's rumors that Trent, Big Trent on the old line, he might retire. Right. I think he's 14 years in the league. That's a lot of time for a lineman. Look at Joe Thomas, never missed a snap, but what did he play, 14 years, I'm out? You know right, what I right. mean? The kind of deal he's getting in that range now as an O-lineman. And a great career, by the way. Mm-hmm. First ballot Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. No I, doubt about I, that. I think the NFC is a lot more interesting with the AFC just in terms of the outlook for next year. Because, obvi- okay, obviously San Francisco's in the conversation, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Detroit's going to be there. Uh, of course we are. We better be. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm keeping an eye on Green Bay. That's my sleeper in our division. I'm going to predict now that... Don't be surprised for the first time in a long time, maybe in a generation, the NFC North may be one of the toughest divisions in football. Chicago's got decisions to make uh, with them. I think Chicago's still got... I was going to say the Rams. Well, well, the Rams are coming back, yeah. too, but we'll make those positions. Maybe the Seahawks, too, if they can fix that defense. We'll see. Well, that perhaps there, but before we go get that far down the road, I thought there was a few other interesting things that happened in the Super Bowl that I went, you know what, they got away with him and they shouldn't, but I wasn't big on the Kelsey bump on Andy Reid. I was going to bring that up next. Yeah, I wasn't big on on that i mean the guy was he apologized for that though yeah yeah but he still slapped my sister you know what i mean i'm sure. not cool with that if they had a loss what would the story be oh i everybody I completely different been, i agree uh, you know what i mean and then you know andy had Especially a little said, andy didn't even see it coming yes you know what i mean that's your coach you know what i mean and the most situ- and a couple of guys were chirping on the sideline i heard the thing was is that they said a lot of times when that starts happening a team unravels there's usually end up losing but i mean the nature of which kansas city's been winning for six years mm-hmm. Uh, personalities will get a little volatile, don't you speak? Think? 
Sure. You know what I mean? And, not, and Kelsey's been under what you'd say a little bit more strain than more, or scrutiny. Or, <laughs> we don't have to go there. But People you know were, saying? A lot of the Swifties were telling her to dump him after that. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear that, but I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, well, that, that was story. the buzz online. But I mean, I, I, it was an in the moment thing. And we're going to talk about another in the moment thing going down the road. Remember, I said that. Okay. And how it ends up and how it's seen and how it's treated. But in most times, I really hope that freaking uh, Travis gets some uh, Andy Reid a front row concert seat with whoever he wants to one of those fabulous shows you were talking right, about and right. fly him around the world to do because it was a bad look. I don't care what anyone says. It was a bad look Agreed. in the middle of the biggest game of the year. Come on, Travis, you're bigger than that. Yeah, you you're know? pushing your coach who's a senior citizen. Come on. And not only that, he said that he was telling him, like he kind of sided it off with, uh, I was telling Andy how much I loved him. Oh, come on. You know what I mean? Which made it even worse. But the bottom line, winning changes I mean, everything. It, I mean, it, it's all good because we won, right? Exactly. Really yeah. What, what if you that, didn't but. win? You look like a schmuck. I, I want to say again that one of the things that really, really impresses me is that, um, except for Brady, some of the, the plays that Mahomes, like these were third and longs. These were fourth and two. You don't make them, it's game over. You know what I mean? And for the man to and to bring the clock down there, um, and a couple things is when we look at the other side of the fence, the things that come out of the San Francisco game that were really, really weird to me. Should they have given Mahomes the ball first so that they could always have well, the chance at the first I, I, down? I, I, before we get to overtime, I got want to talk about the two special teams plays that okay, we're going to get that basically too. Yeah. the game. Okay, one of them, but that was a fluke. Okay, and didn't and I did bet the turnovers would be over, and they would. Yeah. Because it always seems the Super Bowl weird shit happened. Didn't I say? I said there would be something weird we don't know. Yeah. How do you know it's going to bounce off the guy's foot? Oh, exactly. Yeah, you know, like what? And then the blocked extra point, too. And, oh, that changed the dichotomy yeah. of the line, and of course Vegas like that because it led to going down the road. And it almost came that it was over because I, I bet the, I said it was going to be over. And you don't think Vegas is slick? You know, remember what it was? On ours was 47, right? 47 and a half, so it was just under. Okay, so the game time was at 46 and a half oh so that's how so if you bet on it at game time you bet on what we did we were we would have lost but i mean 47 well, I was under. A, yeah okay the under so would have won but um, that's what i'm saying that's how that's how slick vegas is but the question is is um there is uh, about uh, look at the whole factors first of all maybe san francisco should have went and gone for the touchdown all out which i think was crazy because then if kc just gets a field goal people are going hmm. why didn't you go over the field goal you know the, the second guessing number two another thing you're going to have to ask yourself is the players were questioning what the overtime rule was at the again and that blew my that mind that was bizarre but the, the yeah. also oh, like I, I would not have gone for the field goal there. I would have just gone for it because you know Mahomes was gonna come oh, up with something don't. there. Oh, you don't! I, I come thought on. you would. Okay, Patrick Mahomes in overtime. We've seen this before. Okay, I'm, that's why he's on his way to goat them. Okay, and I get that, but no, I'm still you, saying you, you, you were like right there. Like I would have gone for it. Analytics would have killed them. Oh, now you're Mr. Analytics. No, I'm just saying. So they couldn't win in this situation, but analytics would have killed them. They would have been. What happened to ACDC? <laughs> Come on. So they didn't, they weren't going to win on that. They weren't, okay? Now, personally, I'm Well, they saying, weren't going to win on a field goal either. Then let your defense get up, stand up, and they didn't. That's the name of the okay, game. Okay, but that there. goes both ways, though, if okay. you go for on fourth down, because then you would have had them pressed all the way in their own end. Agreed. I, that's what I'm saying. That's another thing that I'm going to talk about, how Kyle Shanahan was making his decisions, because now he's becoming the Marty Sh this generation's oh. Marty Schottenheimer now. I mean, always there. Never, Three, never going back to Atlanta, too. And going back to all that haunts you had. That's the one that haunts him, because oh, he guaranteed. was the O.C., you know what yep. I mean? So, like, uh, who it's, made the decisions? It's kind of ironic, know. too, because he's, like, 
arguably the most influential offensive coach in football right now. But he of his generation, he's like he the just, Bill Walsh or, the, yeah. or Tom Landry or whoever you want to say. Because Bill Belichick was never the offensive guru, but other guys always need to a do defensive it. guy. Yeah, but yeah. he always had the right guys in the room, and he had Brady who has a brain. You know what I mean to do that? Like some of the things I've heard Brady talk about football for another story just blows my mind looking at things. But um, what just settled in the thing is that if, if um, Kyle Shannon is considered the next Marty Schottenheimer, and I hope he isn't because, God, that San Francisco team's coming back for Ayuk. The thing is now, can we put to bed the uh, production, performance, and the future of one Brock Purdy? Yes. I still want him on my team. Absolutely. That guy played well. You know he's, what I he's mean? He's getting paid his next contract, too, so I think he's going to be okay. Oh, that's right. But he's still on this, co- what, one more year on his rookie contract, I believe right? believe so. Before we're going to go do it. And uh, I, that's what I'm saying, at least – the thing turned out, I, I didn't want after all this series, like, look at now, like, Lamar's got things that are going to come up next season that he didn't change about his narrative. But Brock Purdy, there shouldn't be no more narrative anymore. He's a solid first line, oh, two NFC game. championship games. Yes. He went toe-to-toe with Mahomes, didn't win, but that's a lot of guys. He's not the only one. So, um, uh, Mr. Irrelevant is pretty relevant in my books. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? But, but uh, the one thing that did continue, one tradition – the Kirk Cousins curse. Which is, again, I forget. You lose to Kirk Cousins in the regular season, you don't win the championship. Yeah, Before it was, so you didn't weird. even make the Super Bowl, but San Fran broke that, but they still but couldn't the, get done. Yes, that's – yeah, and that was an odd game too, wasn't it? That was one of those weird ones. That was the, the, the right after the Cleveland game, I believe, right? Yeah, that they was got, the second in a row that they lost. Yeah, they got kind of yeah, tripped over. I forgot. There's so many weird numbers like that in the NFL. That, you know, I don't want to respect, but then when that happened, you go, again? <laughs> exactly. Uh, again, you know what I mean? In any event, I thought it was a great Super Bowl. Um, I loved it. I thought it was I really good. It. I thought the entertainment, the drama was high. I just got a shout out again to, like, when you look at it, Kelsey rose up when he needed to, ended up with 9 for 93. You know what I mean? I'm Another thing I don't understand. One, actually, one... You, one guy who you mentioned as a big X Factor disappeared, Kittle. That, I'm just going to bring him up. I had it on here. Me and my son at game time, he said, Dad, what's the best bet? I said, Kittle, first touchdown. He had two catches for what? Two yards? yards? Oh, it was brutal. I don't understand that play calling at times, but he was a great. What we didn't see, he stayed inside a lot. Yeah. Like he, he was big on the protection of, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. of Purdy because there was a great cat and mouse game between the coordinators, like the way that the formations were going, the way that the, the, the defenses changed, the way their, their point of attack, etc. Because I, I actually went back and watched the whole game again the next day, just sat down and watched it. And I was fascinated by the personnel changes at certain times during the game with what they did, how each guy's adjusted and ends up being in overtime. So it was a, a very well coached, like who out coached too? You gotta say that really Andy Reid out coached Kyle Shanahan. No, man, the brakes just went your way. For example, ball hitting off your thing. Kansas City did too, though. They dropped that. um, McCaffrey, oh, no, San Francisco had that fumble. Yeah. was the other thing deep down in the zone. So there's so many variables, but what ends up happening, greatness rises to the top, and we have now a back-to-back Super Bowl winner. For the first time since 2004. Yeah, that's amazing. Just amazing. And uh, um, I think there's, like, he's definitely got to be Mount Rushmore stuff or all that stuff you want to talk about Mahomes. He's just freaking unbelievable. Under pressure. You know what I mean? Under the pressure and just makes the plays. Like that fourth and two. Oh. I said he's making this, no doubt. And he made it look so easy. That's <laughs> it makes what, a lot of things look easy. easy. That's the greatest like, Where was Mahomes. everybody? Made a shift, the line moved, and bang, he got five yards out of it. Unbelievable. Great, great, great game. Anything else you want to say about the Super Bowl? Uh, a little bit off topic, but what do you think of the halftime show? 
Um, I thought on a, on a on a scale of one to ten, seven point five. That's oh, okay. I, I liked it a little bit more than you did. I, I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was one of the better ones. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, I, thought, I liked that they came out with the uh, the dodgeball uniform. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was cool too. And uh, man, I remember roller the kids. The ro- yeah, the roller skating was cool. Now my thing is, I'm not the biggest Usher fan in the world, and neither I really, am I. And he he must have rolled out ten songs they said were hits, and I'm going really. Which one? Was well, that's that? that's how they go. Well, oh come on, really? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm you not really even listen to the pop that, music, but no, no, never have, never will. But I mean. Uh, I thought it was great, and I forgot a couple songs I did know. That's what I'm saying. I well, can't yeah, tell you off the like top of it or no, like, but yeah, you remember my, my son when he was young was super into Usher. And a couple, okay. oh yeah, that song. Oh yeah, that song. I was excited it, that Lil John was there. Oh, that was cool yeah. too. And the guy was, you forget, Usher's 43, 44. He's been in the game 20 some years. Like he came in when he was a teenager. Yeah, you yeah. forget this. He was span, a young man, yeah. Yeah, the span of his career and the, uh, the variety of hits. Yep. You know what I mean? It was great to see Alicia Keys out yeah, there. Yeah, she came out. That was cool. Yeah, she was good. Every, that piano was awesome. Oh, Holy. no kidding. No, I wonder what it was one timer, what they do to make those. I don't know. Because yeah. I went to see Prince and he had a crazy one like that, too. But I thought the halftime show was well above average. Yeah. Well above average. Apparently, right? Usher got married after that. <laughs> really? Yeah, he just got married right after. Because he was in Vegas. Why not? Well, he's Probably got his, uh, his show there too, right? Oh, yeah, his, he's uh, a kind of residency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm heard the other residency in the uh, in the sphere with our good band, U2. That's uh, almost done. Yeah, it's almost yeah. done. But I heard it's good, bad, or ugly, like the performances. Um, I've heard a, a few a people. Yeah, I, I've heard like the McAfee crew backed off, but they really bashed it. But here's the problem. First of all, you got to be a music fan or you're not a music fan. And Mewtwo has got done some very atmospheric or trippy kind of albums yeah, lately, yeah. okay? So as a band that's been playing... Um, They've always been kind of experimental. Of, yes, okay, so they did a lot of their experimental shows the last couple of days. When and I heard of the Super Bowl, which is irked people, and suddenly Friday night they came out and did a greatest hit show and blew everybody out of the water. That'd, that'd be disappointing if like you're there to see all their hits and they're playing like that's what, what the there fuck is, is this yeah well that's exactly what they did but that's you two at their finest which is another thing but we'll just close on the Super Bowl and a couple other notes is like I said I'm looking for next year to see if we get the three Pete because I like history I remember back in the day when we had Pittsburgh winning four or six you're a New England guy you know how that run went you know what I'm saying I was there when those teams Seattle just had their shot at it they could have and they how they blew it or New England stole it back it's just the best reality team TV show on TV. Absolutely. Don't you think so? Uh, also notable, 49ers fired defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. They fired him? Oh, you didn't hear it a couple no. days ago. Yeah, this no, came out. No, I wasn't out. paying yeah. attention. I actually took about a 24-hour pause on sports because I was watching so much. Eh? So I decided to watch yeah, well, Clint Eastwood movies for about, I don't know, two hours. Oh, nice. Hours. Yeah, Wilkes but, got fired. Uh KC signed Spagnolo to a multi-year extension. No surprise oh, there. No doubt. That's Although he, he could... He apparently wants a head coaching job, but, like, why would you give Well, up on the bottom this? line is, like, I've been saying it for years, and I'll say it again, that some guys are coordinators and some guys are head coaches, and Spags is a um, coordinator. And it looks like if Zimmer gets hired in Dallas, he's going to be turning out to – he was a pretty good head coach in Minnesota, but he did get him over. He's going to be ended up being that guy that's the defensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're going to have to – we're going to wait and see what happens. Um, also, our – Prop pool, you That's beat me by one, and the def- and the one that purple. Went, oh my god, I was purple. So, I couldn't believe it. I was so upset when I came out of there. It was purple. I said, "Damn!" 
I said, damn purple. Everyone looks at me and goes, it's never purple. I said, on this show, I pick purple. Could you believe it when it came out purple? I was upset. I, I was, went, oh. I, went, I let out an, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I still, I just I just said purple because I'm a purple guy. But I mean, <laughs> I did, not yeah, whatever, purple, whatever the case may be. But I did not expect when it came out. I actually was giggling. Oh, I, I had my uh, brother-in-law, Mitchell, text me too. He's like, He's like, Cruz called it purple. I'm like, I'm fucking pissed. I know. I still, <laughs> but you know what gave me the idea, though? Because there was so much purple in everything during the week, too. Look at all the logos. Look at the hats. Oh, fair there enough. Was a yeah, hint the Super purple. logo had some purple, yeah. Yeah, there, was, there seemed to be a, a relevance of purple. Um, if you looked at Usher, a certain part of his freaking stuff was all purple. It was Okay, there. but you didn't know that then. I'm just saying I, I have a limited psychic ability. <laughs> you see the energy of the, the, the practices? Came all the way from Vegas and you picked it out of the air and I said, purple! I laughed though. By the way, uh, also for our football picks, I guess it's officially over now. So yes, yes. Uh, even with the week that you missed, you still beat me by eight. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> by eight? By eight. Wow. That includes playoffs, not including the props though. Oh, okay. That, that's, uh, well, you know what I mean? I guess I had a good season. Oh, by the way, I had to shout out to San Francesco's. Yes, get their name right, oh, please. Anyways, uh, I forgot to tell you that my son and I came in and, and won third in the playoff pool and picked up a square. So Congratulations. I walked into the place with less than $200 left with more than four. Okay. That's a good night at the office. And uh, thank you, Pedro, for the gummies. They were great. Hey. You know, so we added them on, too, which were purple. <laughs> which I knew was an open and ripped over the back and some of them were purple. I said, oh, okay, this this could be the sign of things to come. And then it did. So, uh, yeah. yeah. All in all, it was a great Super Bowl, yeah. great people, great thing. And you want a quick look at the uh, some of the props that were I found interesting? Sure. Total score that it was 47 and a half and the game was 47, 47. and that game time and it fluctuated by that one here or there. That just tells me Vegas. That blows my <laughs> mind. And they needed overtime to get there. But they were still right. They still got there. They still got there. That just absolutely kills me. The other one that I found interesting is that I did call. There would be a touchdown over 44.5. And guess what? There was a touchdown over 44.5. And the only reason I did that logic and think about it again, people's next year is probably what happened for five years. I just happened to look at the sun numbers and I said, oh, we haven't had one in a while. Or one, due. There, there, there was due there. The other ones that I always say that gets you is remember the turnovers. It was 2.5, and if that was a regular season thing, that you'd still think that was kind of high. But for some reason, weird shit happens in Super Bowls. Teams that never do stuff do stuff. Extra week of rest throws a wrench in things. Uh, Mahomes, the only the only blip in his schedule now is Brady's held on to that. How many passes you threw in a row in a playoff without throwing an interception? And Mahomes threw the only interception. So you know what I'm saying? Like, is he going to be able to get back close to and that? And that was the only, the only like. Even like uh, interceptable ball he threw all playoffs because forget like, that PPF I for interceptable ball we're getting close to PPF no now. but, like, but that even just using the eye test yes. there's, like, there's like no other ball he threw this entire playoffs you can check the tape that oh was yeah even like no close no to I agree yeah yeah and I guess you know what it was because that was early that was in the second quarter they were having some frustrations yes along yes. the way and you That's know what, what the I mean game just was in yes and he went out of but that was in the second quarter yes. You know what I mean? By the, by the second half. Oh, second half up. was all Chiefs. You know what I mean? And they, everybody tightened up. I thought San Francisco played some good because um, the problem was, another thing, Kyle Shanahan, this offensive guru you are, you have to remember, though, the one issue they had a question on was three for 12 on third down. That's You know those little things you look at the end of the game, you look around and go, oh, Sam It felt like Brand. they weren't trusting their run game. 
enough. But they still got a hundred and some yards rushing. But they're but they're a run team. You got to run it more, maybe. I don't know. Like that was just one of the the odd things that you look at through the course of the game. Which I expected that, them to run the ball more. I agree, especially when they. Had I the agreed. Lead. I thought they would too. And once again, that Shanahan with a lead. And doesn't get it, so he's going to have that other thing because he's killed that stat where he's always been ahead and, I mean, behind and never caught up. He's put that one to bed. Now we just have to go to a Super Bowl. I still say he's like... He's got to win the Super Bowl. Not or not. If you go back in the day, you're way too young. Remember, this is this this is uh, Kyle Reed is Andy Reed 1.0. Because you go back in the day, Andy Reed went to five, I think it was five NFC championships yeah, with the one Eagles. Super Bowl. Yeah. And then they say, you're not good enough. Banished him to Kansas City and the rest is history. Yeah. Not that I think San Francisco is ready to banish Kyle Shanahan. Come on. No, no, you no, don't no, know. no, no. This guy's going to be there as long as he wants. Good luck for him to do it. Yeah. The only other weird one is that when we, we were talking about it, that shouldn't go and I should have went the other way was um, um, I did call first team touchdown San Francisco. He got lucky, but the other one was first penalty. I, was, chose, yeah. I chose KC, and they did, and it was Sam Fran got the first uh, penalty of the game, which I thought they'd be more disciplined. I just thought, you know. I know, yeah. Like, my thought was, like, Mahomes, he's, someone's going to get frustrated. That's right. That's yeah. what I was figuring. And the first penalty was Kansas City, which is they never get those calls. That's what I'm saying, those weird things that happen in Super Bowl. You look at San Francisco, then it was an O-line. What was it? Offensive infraction. They say it was the crowd. <laughs> it's a little bit different on the Super Bowl. But, like, they, they, they were, like, bottom of the league. And, like, who gets those penalties? San Francisco never did. But that's just the oddities of the Super Bowl. Number one thing is um, uh, CBS did not get to the $200 million, even though it was the most super watched Super Bowl in a while, right? Yes. Most watched. In uh, Canada. No, but even most watched uh, broadcast in American history besides the moon landing. Wow. Yes. Oh, I know it was big. And it was the most watched because, like, the moon landing was on, like, all the networks back then. This is the most watched that was on, like, a single network. So CBS has that feather in their cap now. Well, I'll be broken next year. Don't worry. They'll find another if one. Mahomes, it's the NBA. Only if Mahomes it's, and uh, Taylor Swift are back. It's the NBA. Uh, before we leave the Super Bowl. Well, a couple more things I want to get okay, to. Okay, great. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, I just want to shout out who I spent the Super Bowl with. My family, Mom, oh, Dad, Steven. Made buffalo wings, made blue cheese dressing, made nachos. Great. We had uh, pigs and blankets on standby. There was weight and ribs we had also, uh, but the pigs and blankets were not needed. There was enough food already. <laughs> An Italian household. What do you expect? Yeah. There's always too much food. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a great thing. I thought that was a great show, though, too. All the families that did that, that's just memories forever, guys. Yeah, exactly. Memories forever. You know what I mean? Um, and then I also just want to just – Pair of condolences here at the house that happens to the awful incident that happened. One dead, 22 injured oh, was, at the sh- shooting during oh, the Chiefs parade. Oh, I was going to bring that up too. It's just such. Yeah. It's just a, it's just really sad. It's it's a shame. I my, mean, my only call on this is once again is that glad that there's more good people than bad people, even though it doesn't absolutely. seem that way because we keep getting all these stupid things that are happening. But come on, world, you know what I mean? I mean, uh, I'm worried about the kind of like the future of like these parades and rallies. Like, no, well, you know what we got to do. Here's another thing, and we're not a political show, but right. I would do it this way. We have to sometimes do something drastic in order to create a deterrent because we there is no deterrent for these nut bars doing stuff now we're just a little off subject this is how you should do it see what they did in finland you remember that that guy that nut bar that ran out to the college and the kids were jumping in the water and he just yeah. he, okay he just asked 
to get out of isolation because they say that's inhumane. No, Finland said yes. go back. So they put this guy in a box because Finland's like us. They don't want to have a death penalty. But what's the worst thing they can do to this guy? He's in a corner somewhere seeing nobody. He gets to walk outside for an hour and back into a box with nothing every day. What else does he deserve? We have to have a deterrent like that. Something we got to do mm-hmm. here. So, Because why should it ruin for everybody else? The parades are great. I mean, celebrations I, are great. Why I, do you I don't do know this? how much I'll do though, because I think a lot of this stems to mental illness. Because what person in their right mind would do that? I don't know. Penalty or not? I don't know. I'm just saying that I, I think that, and it's your generation to do it because I don't go out anyway. Because you know how I feel about humans on the best yeah. of days. Okay. So Honestly, it just about, makes me sad and like kind of just makes me want to move away from the cities. Oh, that, that's what it does. Yeah. Remember, I keep saying Gravenhurst. Mm-hmm. Why do you keep I keep saying Gravenhurst? Do you know what I mean? But I don't want to be like that because then it becomes defeatist. And at the house that happens, we don't want to be defeatist. No. Is there some way that we can get there? We don't know, even though we're getting off subject. This is a, big, a lot of people should understand. You know what? I need to make your world better. You got to help to make it better. And we cannot possibly be able to harness the ignorant stupidity and the all the dumbassery that goes on in this world we can only hope for the best absolutely you know what i'm saying that's what i'm looking at so i don't want to run away with it but i don't want to deal with it i don't know maybe i'm on the fence but yeah. sorry about kansas city very yeah. very sorry to hear very that. sorry to the family of the, the person who died and uh, we wish a speedy recovery to the 22 injured 100 percent Hundred percent. Anything else you want to mention for the Super Bowl? No, just that I'm just going to say one more time, one pride, Detroit Lions. But and since we're talking about teams that we love so much, how's your your love love of your team? Did you give your Valentine's love to Toronto Maple Leafs yesterday? <laughs> Come on. Come on. You know what I mean? I'm good. We wear red. We well, we wear it all the time, sure. so we're pretty good. So you guys do it. How is your team doing? Let's cut to the chase, buddy. Okay, Riley deserved five. Uh, Riley deserved a five. I've been dying to say that since I get on here. Because I heard some stuff, and I went on the internet, and I looked around, because there's a lot of people that don't like the Toronto Maple Leafs. I haven't heard that. I, 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 I thought it was all peace and love for the Leafs. I, I thought it was too. Especially from I, the Habs guys. I thought oh, we were like, oh, holding hands uh, and singing I, I never, Kumbaya. I never, and... I never go out there looking for trouble. I never say bad things. But I just thought I would do... A few bit more social media scanning to see what the temperature was on the Riley suspension. He had to get five, bro. And my argument was this. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, Gallagher got the five, and that's what I said. But Not the, the thing guy is, in Minnesota. Go ahead. The thing is, though, you can't really say it was five. Because, like, Truba swung his, his stick at a guy's head, got nothing. In the Toronto-Montreal series, I remember Joel Edmondson cross-checking Wayne Simmons to the head getting zero games for that. Yeah, but that, I don't know. But it was a situation. No, 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 no. It's Wait. a cross-check to the head. Oh, we got to eliminate this stuff. Okay. That's what the league says. Then why didn't no. you suspend him? I don't know because Wayne Simmons isn't in the league anymore. That's a long no, time ago. No, but that doesn't matter. That well, doesn't, that, this was two years, three years ago now. Why okay, that's just, too long ago. We're talking about... No, no, about, but I'm just, I'm just saying there's a lack of consistency with George Peros. We're building... Are you pissed he got five? Because your defense sucks listen, so listen. bad? Listen, listen. I don't... Listen, Okay. This is what this I got to say good. about it. This, good. this better be good. Okay. First of all, it's under appeal. Which, oh, like, stop Okay. It. Go ahead. Uh, actually, you know, let's get to the appeal later. But, yes. okay, first of all, guys, Riley's not a dirty player. I'm not saying that. Oh, but you look at the internet, you think Riley okay, fucking that's what killed I know. babies. I, I, okay, I know that. That's <laughs> what I was getting at. The people dislike the Toronto Maple Leafs that bad. But here's the other thing you got to think about. In this day and age where everybody's yelling, it's script, teams are favored, blah, 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 blah. 
uh, in Toronto, which you want to admit is a mecca of hockey, sure. you had to give Riley five. There's no way. Okay, but why is it the Leafs that are always the team they're made the example of? Trey Montreal, Gallagher, because they said there was blood. The guy in Minnesota. The thing was this. Let's cut to the chase here. The punk ass move by that punk, I would have sure. given him a smack to just because. Okay. And, right? and, like, and, first and I of all, think if he had got him lower, I think it was because the stick went up in the head. And that yeah. guy with the with the with the Oscars coming, what's the buddy that got hit? Oh, he knew the playbook. Sure. He knew what to do. He knew somebody was going to do retribution. What did he do? This was Claude Lemieux. Drew. Uh, oh, no. oh, I see. Yes, back in the classic Claude Lemieux turtling on the ice move. I don't think it was that bad, but you see that guy went down like a shot, and and Riley didn't hit him that hard. No, uh, whatever it was, and I don't think Riley's a dirty player. I don't think Absolutely he need to get not. him in the head. The bottom line is, there's already two or three other things. And to your point about getting it out of the game, as soon as you, the guy in Minnesota got it, and Gallagher got it. Uh, there was no doubt in my mind, and if Riley didn't get five, then I'd been screaming too. But I don't think he's a dirty player. No, no. I think it's a very disadvantaged time for your Toronto Maple Leafs to lose him for five games. But precedent uh, was set. Precedent was set, and you got away with it already because you won last night. Or the night okay, before. sure, so but it's not about that. I mean, okay. So first of all, like, let's, here's what I want to say. Okay. The buddy on Ottawa, it was a clown move. We can, but like, okay. I'm not saying, I'm not saying get that out of the game. I get it. I get. It. You want to piss off the other team. You want to, you know. Crowd had a lot to do with it. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. And but, but like the the reaction from the Sens fans are like, oh, this doesn't even warrant a reaction. Like, stop a, it. I, yeah, I, what I would yeah. say to those guys is try that in your beer league. See what happens. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. That that you know what? And, and it's weird. It, it was a lose lose situation for the Leafs also. Because okay, like, exactly, exactly. If, if, I got you. If they didn't react, oh, Leafs are soft. They did react, oh, Leafs are dirty. Okay. It's always the extreme with the Leaf haters, which I find fucking hilarious. Okay. But. And I've and I seen some good Leaf hate out there this week. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, the, 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 just the Sens fans, though, say it didn't warrant any reaction. It's like, guys. Oh, those guys are idiots. I know that yeah. you're going to get up. And here's part of the problem, which I love, and I want to go to Like, Drew couldn't games. even defend his teammate after the game oh, when no, asked about no. it. Oh, no, no. You hear Drew? I'm, I'm not blah, blah, blah. And he said, no. I mean, it sounded like that. Did you hear? <laughs> oh, no. no, no he's, he's, he's a good guy. He's not okay, like that. I think, uh, yeah. that's, I think that was the quote. Oh, no. Drew, he, he, and he left right after that question. Like, he didn't yeah. have to have any expansion. Because everybody knows. I hate to say it because they go, that's what ruins sports, the unwritten rules. No, man, you don't try to. Actually, I, more on unwritten rules later. Because okay. that, that actually came up a direct quote. But. Okay, but in any event, what I thought about at the game, which was when I turned up when I was getting there, is that the crowd was great. It was a Saturday night crowd. Oh, with Toronto, the Leaf fans, Yeah, and the Leaf fans was making it old school. So the level of whatever was was bigger than most yeah. nights. And Ottawa's trying to prove that they're not the bums that they are, so to speak. I would say look at the standings if you want to. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Oh, this sounds like a, a <laughs> that, Leaf That's another problem with Ottawa. They're way too focused on being the Leafs. It's like, buddy, like, I, I thought it was about winning the Stanley Cup. I don't know. Oh, I would, no, <laughs> their overreaction was true. But yeah. listen. Like, Riley, okay, Riley, okay, obviously had good intentions. Cross the line. Yep. I'm not defending that. Okay. I think he was going for the arm, kind of rode up still. Like you hit the head yes. at the end of the day, right? Yes. But yes. just like like the lack of consistency, every time it's the Leafs, they're the ones that are made examples of. Boo-hoo. I thought, still. Well, it should be consistent. It should be the same for okay, everybody. Okay, well, now we do. Now we got it. We got a track record now in the last few games. All of these The Leafs every- are the most suspended team since George Peros took over. Do you know that? Uh, well, that's only because you guys have done dumbass shit. So don't do Every don't get, team get, does dumbass shit. So okay, the Leafs but, are always okay. under the microscope. So we're going to go. Come on. How long has Peros been there? He's only been there just over a year. 
No. This is his second full year. Or no, no, going no, no, on no, his no, third. No, no. Going on his third. He's when they're back. When the Simmons days, he wasn't there back then. Yeah, he was. Are you think he's been that long? Yeah. Wow, the NHL's crazy. But anyways, the bottom line I is, know, looks, if you go back to the guys, because I didn't, I didn't remember this, Austin Matthews, of all people, got a two-gamer. Remember a couple of years yeah. ago when he got pissed at that guy and he just gave him a shot? That deserved two games because, first of all, that's not Austin Matthews' character, but he was pissed enough that he freaking got the guy. Sure. Um, who was the defenseman that got suspended? Which is where you're going to give you, where I'm going to get you on your inconsistency, which I agree with you with. Remember, he put something between the legs, he flipped over, and he went into the boards, and they called it something. He got two games. I think he's not even play for the team anymore. I think. Oh, oh, um, oh. Anyways, that was there. But when you guys got slew-footed by Marshawn, he went in the boards. It wasn't even a penalty. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so there. That's where I say those little things go on. But this uh, was you so know what? It's end. even like Nick Cousins, the dirtiest player in the league. When's this guy get suspended? Never. He doesn't. Well, I, I don't know how to defend this because I don't want to be like I, I'm good for it. Like I don't mind if I the hockey's know. a little more rugged because I think things are getting too soft. So what ends up happening is you get stupid things happening and guys are getting suspended and we got to weigh what the suspension is. And my humble yeah. opinion is the last three big incidences like that are four. Every team, the guy in the Rangers, guy in Minnesota, Gallagher, and now Riley all got five yeah. games and one guy got six. Because Perron. Yeah, he got well, six. Because he, he went after the wrong guy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So he got the six. So now that's what that's our precedent is. At the house that happens, we'll say that. And that seems to be the big hits of this will year. That, how long will that hold up, though? Well, that's what we got to <laughs> wait and see. We don't know until we get there, right? I know. With Shanahan, I'm not just saying this because he's a Leaf now. But, like, when he was head of player safety, you felt like there was a formula. Things were... Because he would do those little videos. They do the videos now, too. But, now, but Paris doesn't do them. No, because he's not. He can't talk so that good. <laughs> I like those videos when when Shanahan would pull it yeah, out. Yeah, he put himself it in front of like, the camera and say this, and he do go through the little segment and he goes yeah. and and just like Judge Judy, bang, you're guilty. I get it. <laughs> I don't think Peros is is uh, has that personality or that. I don't know, whatever. I don't want to insult the guy. But I can't see him standing in front of there teaching us trigonometry. <laughs> it's just not going to go there. However, for all you Leaf fans out there, you guys get a little salty too because you act like, oh, Riley never did anything before. Riley's this, Riley's but it's that. Based on, but the, part of the suspensions is based on reputation, though. Let's not, let's not dance around that. Okay, so uh, yes and no. Okay. Yes. Okay. No, just straight out, yes. That's what we've been told. Okay, so everybody thinks I'm a little bit more ruthless than you are. So when we kick the dog and see someone oh six the go kicks the dog, which I would never do because I love my dog. So they're going to say, well, Cruz probably kicked it harder because, you know, Cruz, you heard him on the air. He's like that. No, no, you did the same crime. You do the same time. So we're going to see. We're going to have the future in front of us to see how it's going to go because sometimes I think you leave guys whine a little bit too much too. And you haven't got a lot everyone to defend. Everyone thinks everyone else's fan base whines too much. Oh, maybe, Welcome but I'm, I'm not. I, you, everybody knows we keep tabs on the Habs. We're oh, and you guys have never whined once. Okay, I'm getting to that in a moment. I'm trying. To <laughs> well, keep I'm not done. Down. I'm not done with the Leafs, though. Oh, neither am I. Okay. Oh, neither am I. I'm All I'm saying is, I want to just say the I'm not too worried about this five game suspension. Really? Yeah, I'm not. Because it's who you're playing, Anaheim, and who else? 
I wasn't, yeah, even, I wasn't even gonna okay, bring that part up. Then that's why you're not worried. Look who you're playing. I didn't even look at the schedule to me, be honest. Me and I, just, you. I just look at the next game, right? Yeah. Well, out of the five well, games, let, let Philadelphia's fin- your toughest match. Let me finish. Okay. The Leafs tend to rally when pl- big players go down, especially defensemen for some reason. I'm just hoping they could use this as a rallying cry for the rest of the season. Be like, guys, these the league, this, the blah, 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 the league is trying to fuck us over. Guess what? Fuck them. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to say this then, okay? Because at, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if the Leafs are the number three or the wild card. I, I understand your thinking yeah. on that. Okay, so here's what happens, okay? And I, I don't really listen Just to Just be the, healthy going to the playoffs. I think okay, that's so the here's what I heard it from, and I don't usually do that because I got too much going on, but I have to turn it up. And I think Darren Dreger gets a little bit of cachet in the city as someone that knows something about hockey. And too it got to the end. Uh, well, that's another story. But in any event... Um, they got on there, and after the Leafs came out in that first period, and look at that Leaf team, and everybody was going to look at that Leaf team, and I respect it that Drager goes, how do you think the fans feel? They don't show up like that every night. That's what I thought, and I'm not even a Leaf guy. I just thought, man, this is a different team tonight. When do they play this? Now, I'm going to tell you, every I'm team I'm not a Drager fan. Down. I love they said that. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I, I, not, I was having that feeling on the couch because we are Toronto-centric, so I cruise have forced to watch Toronto Maple Leafs games sometimes more than I want to. So when No I, one's forcing you, bro. Well, anyways, when I want to say something about the team, I want it to be accurate. Like, their def- your defense, none of your defensemen suck, but your performance lately <laughs> have been something to be desired. So what happened sure. last night? First of all, what really changed the thing, in my opinion... Well, two nights ago. Or two nights ago. Yeah. What really I thought changed the dichotomy of it was because I've heard on other teams and other games a flu bugs going around the NHL. That's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, well, a couple it's, other, it's, it's I the seen the other night the Dallas game. There was two guys missing. They yeah. said some weird flu a couple nights before the Winnipeg guy. But, you know, when that gets in the dressing room. Tavares and Marner are going to be back tonight, though. Oh, 100%. They had that flu for the one game. So now not only that, you're losing Tavares and you're losing Marner. Marner, okay? So now you got to switch the lines up. Everybody knows what they're going to do, what they're going to do. Now, what I'm saying is that, of course, there's going to be a little bit more effort, is like you said, but the sheer intensity of the level, you don't see that enough because those, those same guys are playing every night. You know, a bunch of those same guys are out there every night, and they don't play like that all the time. So I think that what you Leaf people should be screaming about is, give me consistency as a team. Uh, play I mean, more. We've been saying Come that on. for years. Okay, you know what I mean? So I, I can't defend yeah. you on that. As, as I say, like, what's Montreal going to do with their three-goalie system when we get blasted two games in a row before we yeah. beat a shit team 5 nothing? No, but it was you a know? fantastic game on Tuesday. I mean, oh, yeah. you hold the team to 15 shots uh, in, in the NHL. It's fantastic. Oh, and not only that, you played Dallas a few nights ago, a couple nights after, the, just before they played Montreal, they took it out on us. Mm-hmm. But that was a three-goalie system, another story for another time. But the bottom line Frank is... Frank loves that three-goalie system. Oh, get him off the... Oh, I don't want to say... You just ruined my day. <laughs> he does color on Leaf games. You know that, ain't you not? No, not Leaf games. I mean, I'll leave it Habs, Habs game. games. Yeah. yeah, so how do you think I feel about that? Volume off, music up. <laughs> that's all there is to it. But that's... What I'm getting at is... <clears throat> I watch the Leafs so much that certain guys should get more time. And this is to your call about the coach. What is he doing? Robertson needs more ice time. That McMahon kid, he's been spinning on his wheels all year. He got more ice time last night than he Got usual. a hat trick. And he got, ended up with a hat trick. But that kid's been like, they went, like that line comes out for the two minutes. Like, I think he's being wasted. A couple other guys because you got your big six. I don't want to suddenly give him 25 <sighs> minutes a night. kind of been up and down, though. 
Because he doesn't get consistent ice time. That's my thing. You got to get consistent. Uh, you got to earn it, it though. You're, you're, How do you earn it when the big guys are out there all the time? You get behind, they go to them, and you get out there, you make one mistake, you're a bum back on the bench. But the same thing goes yeah. to your defense. But your defense hasn't got guys that deep. No. So those guys are, are they gotta exposed. Take, they got to take T.J. Brody away from Riley's pair, though. This I would, I would try Riley Lilligren and see how that goes. I look at it this way. This is the time for Brody to freaking get up, stand up, or, or do something. Because now he's considered their no, – who's their number one defenseman right now when they start tonight? Who is oh, it? Oh, it's him. Okay, really? And that, that's your number one. And you see how he's played lately? No, I, but like who? Oh, okay. McCabe? Like, McCabe can uh, give you more? I, I would take TJ Brody. <laughs> I think McCabe too. At least he's trying. And I'm saying your best guy now is Ben in, in a, like Just without taking salary into account, I would – take tj brody i think so i think the big problem is his contract okay whatever yeah. that maybe that bothers you what about benoit give him a few more minutes he's been solid i don't uh, he's i mean he's solid. one of those guys when he raises minutes you start to see a little bit more of the warts right but okay but then i like him in the lineup i'm not gonna take away from that okay i um, agree but if you're my my take on it is this Samsonov has been proven that maybe he's over the hump, but then again, it, you 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 hated the Martin Jones performance, okay? In, in Ottawa, yeah. Still think he's getting picked off waivers? I still think he will not get, he'll get picked off waivers, 100. percent It's fine though, because we got uh, Matt Murray coming back too. Well, there you go, which caught me off guard. So maybe there is something going to go down because they're worried. Maybe they're going to have to do something, right? I well, I mean, I think it's just if he's healthy. Posturing what? Insurance. If he's healthy, like, what are you going to do? The, the Players Association is going to fucking come and bite you, right? Okay, so now is he have to, does he have a roster spot? No, he's just AHL bound, right? Uh, they would be able – they might be able to run Because I think it's a two-way. I think it's a two-way. Matt Murray? Is, is he two-way? No, so he's getting his money, right? No chance. So he's then, not a two-way guy. That's right. But I thought because that injury clause in the end of his season, all that. Well, I think you could probably get away with that for, like, a two-game conditioning stint. But after that – Should be interesting. In any event, uh, either um, way, I'm cheering for the person, Matt Murray. Okay, whatever, whatever the case may be. Uh, there, I'm just saying before we go on the Leafs, is this? Oh, I just want to say one thing about uh, Elliot Friedman. His what uh, some of his sources were saying about the Riley suspension. Okay, he said he had basically 50 people, 50 different opinions. Some people thought it should just be a fine. He said guys thought it should be 20 games. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> That's insane. That's I don't know if that guy's trolling or not, but like... Okay, well, you know what it was? It was at the moment of the game, and it looked kind of vicious, but it wasn't vicious as it was. Buddy knew to hit the deck. No, like, I he heard was people like a comparing stuntman. it to... Um, I heard it Dale to... Dale Hunter on no, Pierre Turgeon. No, nah, not even in the same galaxy. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not Dave Brown getting the Swede New York Rangers back in the day. It's not... A, no, I saw, I saw a comment about the Dale Hunter thing. I commented at the back of the game, like, buddy, check that clip again. Nothing. Not, not even, even close. close. What had happened was, and it gets back to what we were originally saying, it was a punk-ass move. That's what got everybody pissed off. You know what I mean? And I've heard 20 people say 20 different things too, but yeah. I, I was settled with this. And we'll take it wherever with the rest of them. I settled like this. My boy Gallagher got five. Your guy Riley had to get five. And the other guy does not. You can't not, even compare the two. Well, you know what happened? If Gallagher wasn't so short and it came out. Oh, would have, could have, should have. Well, then that's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, my. No, nah, come on. That, you know that's a cop out answer. No, I'm saying. Sorry. I'm saying that I don't think Gallagher's intent was to freaking get him like that. Intent doesn't matter. There you Well, that's why Riley got five games. Okay. There you go. We're right back where we That's my point. Okay, but you're Had comparing what, for like what Gallagher got, like the chicken wing across. Like you can't even compare the two. Um, so the, you, just, you just concluded my argument. Had to be five regardless. Regardless. 
Anything else you want to say about your sorry ass Leafs? Uh, don't say that about the Leafs. Come on. You were the guy that told where, me. Where are right your haps in the standings? We're not going to say that. I'm just oh, giving you a time. Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. We got three. We're, we got a, Three we, good goalies? No. Primo got a <laughs> shutout. It's driving me nuts. I go, who's playing tonight? And I go, good, Montebaum. And then we didn't play, and I don't know. I shouldn't say you guys are sorry ass, but I think you guys are in this extent. Why are you guys still in the wild card position? Like your your team is just like I don't know like it's, it's been you're not a, even I think you're gonna make the playoffs. Season. You're telling me you're <laughs> this telling has me. been probably the worst season of the Matthews era. No doubt, no doubt. And I I'm thought saying, I thought that season where we went from Babcock to Keefe was bad, but holy shit! No, no, you got and you and you I mean, know it's not that over. Being said that season we were in danger of missing the playoffs. This season I. I still think we're going to make the playoffs. I don't, I've never really felt danger about missing the playoffs, to be honest. No, especially with this stretch here. But like, I'm no, I mean, and you look at the difference between the Leafs and who's in ninth. Like, I don't no, think, I think they're farther enough. I, I don't think you are either. But I mean, all you need is like, there's there's been a few teams that have been streaky this year. Like we've had those weird streaks where team will go up for seven or eight games. You yeah. just hope it's not the team behind you guys because I think it's a no. mess. But the like, only even, ones that are guaranteed. But to don't me, forget, we we got games in hand on Tampa, who's ahead of us. Yeah, but you've only, you had one last week, and now you only, you've had three. Now you only got two. No, it's, it's back to three. It's back to three? And we're only back by one point. So I, I'm not I really concerned I think so, too, because I don't think Tampa Bay – Tampa Bay is going to make the playoffs, which you said they weren't, but they're not a team. <laughs> oh, my God. You love reminding me, even though I admitted I was wrong. Okay, well, the reason I'm saying is that I don't think that – like, all of a sudden, if Tampa Bay were to miss the playoffs, it would be a shock now. But they're no lock to do it either because they got back-end defense problems just like you guys do. Mm-hmm. The front end's heavy. It's just that you got Vasiliev as a goaltender, but he's, he has, he's had great he, games. I was shocked game. that the players voted him as the best goalie in the league still. Who would you have thought? thought? Hollabuck? I would or have Demko? voted him. Demko would have been my number two, but Hellebuck, come on. Oh, I think he's been number one this year, too. But, but, but you know what? I've watched a lot of Tampa. I think that's Tam- more of a respect thing. Yeah, but I watch a lot of Tampa Bay games, and that's what it was. And I won't bring it up again then. He allows he, a softy once in oh, a while, Oh, he let a couple in. And then after that, he's amazing. He doesn't let in nothing. He's just weird. That's his maybe his M.O., but I'm saying this much. It cost I, him some playoff games and series the last couple of years. That's the problem. Sure, but I've seen games this year where he stole them still. Like games like he like the, when he beat Tampa, Boston last night, they won an overtime time or two nights ago fair enough but how that, valuable how valuable are you okay you're stealing games but if you're also throwing them away how, how much all value depends do you really on have? who or whatever that's why i'm saying that these teams except for florida and and boston are the only teams i say 100 percent are where they're going to be I'm, and the rangers i think everybody else there's just the games it's too close you can't you can't have a five game losing streak no you just can't and you guys had a three game or a little while ago you can't afford to have another three game losing streak See, with the Hobbs, we're different. All of a sudden, we put our heads up and look like, oh, we're competing hard. And then what do we do? We get shelled too, or we play tough against Dallas. And the next night, Allen, who. Well, you guys, like, we're you're not going to want to hear this, but you guys should be just beat tanking. I don't agree with that. I think that, like, the, I don't know you guys need. You guys need that big center, that number oh, one center. Yes, yes. The only way you're going to get that is high up in the draft. Or we'll figure it out. Because no, you guys aren't training we've for already that had, We've already had the bet. I want it to be on record now because I'm even more sure. Who would score 25 goals more? I'll say first, Slavkovsky over McNeyes. Your nice. McNeyes guy. That's going to come down to next season, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, next season. We'll start who scores more next season. And yeah. right now, I'm telling you. The great thing about it is, you know when you're watching it. I hope Slavkovsky gets to 24 next okay. year. Oh, he won't. He'll get 30. 
He'll get thirty. You know what it is? Because you we'll watch, you know when you're watching a player and before your eyes they're becoming like the kid to the man game. And you know I I don't miss a, a a minute of the hockey game. It's been amazing to watch Slavkowski. What's he got now? Eleven points his last nine games. Oh, he's on a hot streak. Oh, he, yeah. And he and he goes into the corner and he knocks guys out. He, he doesn't have Matthews hands, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But he's a guy going into the corner, coming out to take sure. the puck. He's a beast. He's coming. He's a 40-goal scorer. You heard it here first. It might not be next goal, wow. year. He's still only 19. I forgot. He's going to turn 20 any mm-hmm. day now. But, like, think about that. He's not even 20 years old yet. Like, wow. And he, if you see him, you haven't seen enough because I was goddamn TSN. Quit blacking the games out. Everyone pays enough for cable. Put the game on. It's not about that, though. It's about media deals. Oh. They're going to get sued. Oh, what's that? They're going to get sued. Oh, I know. I just, it's just, it's, I don't understand it. This day and age... Like, why Montreal games are blacked out in Toronto? Are Toronto games blacked out in Montreal? Yes. That whole TSN Unless it's a national game. broadcast, yes. That's so... I don't get it. I, I think that I, I'm hoping there'll be a thing of the past in my lifetime, but... Yes. By the way, your boy Suzuki had a game the other night against Anaheim, too. Yeah, well, you know why? The, the good thing about that, too, you know who's on the line with... Slavkovsky and Caulfield. But Slavkovsky yeah. did all the dirty work. A couple of plays he, sh- he should have got assists on where he knocked the defenseman mm-hmm. off the puck. And someone else picked it up. Like, Cofield got an assist. I don't think Slavoski got one of the goals on the uh, – didn't get an assist on one of the goals. But he was the guy that did the forecheck, knocked the guy off the well, he, had, he had a couple out. assists that night, too. Yeah, oh, no, he had a yeah. great game. And he had great gold. He's yeah. going to be behind. But, well, we won't keep going on to hockey because we can well, be Well, there's forever. actually a bunch about hockey I think we should talk about because a lot oh, happened. I gonna, oh, I mean, that's enough about Leaf. Oh. Yeah, although oh, the, I mean. the kind of the, the Leafs-Riley situation, unwritten rules, actually led to uh, – the NHL banning the gritty. I don't know if you heard about this. No. So you know the gritty, the yeah, dancer yeah, like yeah. it's big in football right now. Yeah. I think it started in Fortnite, the video game. I'm not I'm not too sure about that. But anyways, one of the guys in the Red Wings it. was doing it. So I see like him I see do it. It against, was cool. Like he's done it three times, I believe, now. Once in an empty net play. It was kind of cool. Yeah. If that's so what you're going to do it. Once uh, was against the Canucks. But I guess the revenge game against the Canucks is coming out. Apparently, the NHL sent out a memo to both teams that they're banning it, citing... That it broke unwritten rules. Now that not, you know what? That what made, the hell does that mean? The NHL's stupid. <laughs> I think they're worried that they're going to get another Riley situation. Okay, well let, let's look at it this way. That's th- this is completely different now. This is why I say the NHL is a problem, and the personalities don't know, and it's a niche sport, and all of that. Thank you, Rob, for pointing this out to me about uh, the un- unwritten rules. Thank line. you, Rob, too. Anyways, yeah, but anyways, my my point is this. There's a certain time in a game you should be able to release emotion in a way. Now, if you score into the empty net or you win the game and it's really tough and a guy wants to do a little gritty after that, okay, that should be because you're showing some personality and stuff like that. That's different. You put the puck into the net, you do a little gritty, you skate over. Because I seen the night when the guy Detroit did it. I thought that was harmless. Mm-hmm. The way that he went about it was harmless. Right, right. It's like when the guy scores a touchdown in the NFL and he does a gritty, nobody punches him in the face, do they? No, but hockey and football culture are pretty different. Oh, I, I, but okay. I, I would argue it kind of clashes with old school hockey culture. What, the gritty? Yeah. I would say it too, but this is what I'm trying to say. If you want to get more personality into the game and get people to recognize some of these players, let them release a little bit of emotion at a time when it's acceptable. Yeah. And that's an acceptable time. You just clinched that game. You didn't hurt nobody. You didn't yeah. call. You didn't slap nobody's sister. You didn't say, call anybody names. There's no swearing from the crowd. You just won the game. Now... There's next level when you got to say, oh, really? And you slap the puck into the net to say F you to the other team. When no! you're two feet away. When you're two feet <laughs> away in that situation, I'm going to say, Cruz, you're a hypocrite. He still clinched the game. 
Well, no, what, what he did was he already showed his emotion before the game was clinched to do it. The other guy had already clinched the game in a traditional way and did a little dance. What's wrong with that? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a little bit of a difference between how we got to whatever unwritten rule that they're going to put a memo out about, which is one of the stupid things that we're going to, going to put on a memo, but unwritten rule. I know. It's, it's so silly. Oh, uh, I pulled you over today. Why? We're going to give you a ticket for that unwritten rule, but I'm just driving my car. But you know that unwritten rule, you know, so here's it. Stop it. Yep. Stop it. Uh, McDavid had a big night. Career high, six assist game. I can't... I, couldn't believe that was the first time he got six assists in a game. I was kind of shocked too, but still at six. I mean, six assists is still a lot. That's insane. Six yeah. point night on any night is an insane game. How many nights you see six point nights? It's pretty rare these days. Okay, there you go, which gives him an opportunity to think he's got a chance in the last 30 to make the run. For the Art Ross? I think so. Wow. Why not? He's not that far back of uh, Kucherov for first. What is he, 12 now? 12 or 13. 12 or 13. I mean, a few more of these. With, uh, like, this is no, McDavid. Not, He's on this different. This is McDavid. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. not going to say that. Is, is Matthew still going to get a 70? Going to be tight. He st- he's going to have to go on another run, but I don't see why why he wouldn't be able to do that. I think it's going to be a little bit tighter. I think I'm, I'm starting to hedge more that uh, McDavid can catch Kucher up before yeah. Matthews can score. Even 65. I mean, whatever, 70, it's like, it's it would be cool. But I mean, very, it, very cool. Is it going to be like the end-all, be-all of like, Nope. Yeah, exactly. Nope. Exactly. Nope. I mean, nope. Even if he had hit 60, it's like, oh, it's only 60 goals, guys. Like, come on. Yeah, okay. What was the last time an uh, NHL player scored 60 goals twice in their career? Guy Lafleur. No, after that. Probably Solani. in the 80s. Curry. Curry? Curry or Gretzky. Because that was Lemieux? on there. Out there. No, I think Lemieux scored 50-something, like 60, 50-something, 60-something. Weird. Okay. Because he had those injuries. Remember some of those games? Right, right. Where he still scored. I think Lemieux, because Lemieux scored 60 goals a couple times. Like well, there Lemieux, you go, then. Lemieux's on, Lemieux's on my Mount Rushmore. Agreed. You know what I mean? With the, Whatever four you want to pick. If you don't pick Mario Lemieux, come on. Like that guy. Okay, he did it. I don't want to get off subject here. At times, he was a cherry picker. And at times, he played for Pittsburgh. But for just a sheer, talented, mofo hockey oh. player... The guy and his size, and his speed and his moves. Come on! Oh my God, he's one of those guys in uh, the NHL games. He's just like a cheat code. But uh, yeah, what one guy that's uh, maybe on some people's on Mount Rushmore? One of my buddy Marco's uh, his for sure. Alex Ovechkin, six goals in his last six games. So what? So uh, this, if I'm he not, can I'm keep just... this, if he can keep up a good pace, get to like 25, 30 goals. You think he's gonna score twenty goals this year? So what's he at now? Fourteen. Yeah, that's, he's got an outside chance at twenty. I didn't think he ever. I would, think that but. puts him in an inside chance at twenty. Outside uh, chance at twenty-five now. Oh, I don't know. I think all you Ovechkin lovers are getting overboard. You know, and a couple of these goals were garbage. They weren't no vintage. A ones. goal is a goal is a goal. There you go. So he just got caught up for all the other times this year when he should have got maybe one of those other ones because he doesn't have his hands anymore. He doesn't have that. And that's the first thing that goes with a guy who's at hands. Like he does, does his wrists aren't quite as quick as they were on that one timer than when he was like even five years ago. That's just a fact of a goal score, which we're going to find out. I don't know. Joe Sackick was still putting them away when he was 40. Yeah, but but no, he was doing more assisting. What's his most up there? He got a 30 goal. He's the oldest player to get to 100 points. Yeah. He was only 40-year-old to do it. Okay, and I think, and I think he scored oh, like thirty-five, forty that season. Oh, just over thirty. Not, not. I don't think okay, he's still. That. But, but I uh, know a great season. No, no, I remember that season. It came back to me. But what's his name? 
Joe Sackick? Okay, that's what I'm saying. What's his name? Who is this guy? Joe Sackick? Come on. Joe Sackick could argue to top 10 all time if you want. I agree. If you want He'd to get in on that argument. Uh, Ovi blah, blah, blah. could be right up there, too. Oh, I know Ovi is, too. I'm definitely saying that. But I'm saying the Gretzky chase, he's gonna, it's going to take him the end of his contract. That's what I'm, I'm saying. No, but I'm just saying if Sackick could score 30 goals when he's 40, why can't Ovi? Oh, because different player. Different <laughs> I'm player. Just saying. I'm just saying. Both have different. a tremendous shot. Uh, uh, but Sakic shot different than Ovechkin. I get that. Okay, so I that's why that. I'm saying Sakic could do it. That's Joe Sakic, man. And I, ha- I had to hate him to start because he started with the Nordiques. <laughs> so I had to start by hating him. The only good thing about it is he put on a Colorado jersey and I had to forget the franchise he was playing for. Because Joe Sakic, I just think, personally, guy was everything you want in a hockey player. And more. Yeah. And more. You know what I mean? Which brings us to another guy they're trying to bring back. The old Toronto Maple Leafs. Phil Kessel. Skating with uh, Abbotsford of uh, the AHL, Vancouver's Did you you hear how it got released? No. This is how hockey crazy this country is. Someone's seen him coming out of like a Tim Hortons or someplace with a hockey bag and recognized him, called up an analyst who had no idea. I'm telling you. I don't know which guy it was on the thing that came out one of the shows, but someone got a phone call from, you know what, man? I just seen Phil Kessel at wherever. Abbotsford. But seen him in Abbotsford called like a dragger or Johnson. Is that not great? That's how. That's, that's the most how, Canadian story I've ever heard. That's what I thought too. And you know, fact check that people because it's out there. But somebody called yeah. from a store, called somebody. Hey, Kessel's in town. <laughs> Is that kind of weird? What? Kessel's in town? So the rumors are true. He's. I hope he's come back. I've always thought that Phil Kessel was one of the worst treated athletes. In uh, the, I'm going to say it here. I'm going to say it. My I name agree. is Cruz. What, and why, I don't know, but I know that 4-1 game will haunt him for the rest of his life. But I've never seen an athlete on any level, on any sports, basketball, football, hockey, baseball, that got treated as bad as Phil Kessel. I mean, it kind of follows him everywhere in his career, though, the, the uncoachable reputation that he has. Mind you, where he's going Guess who's the coach? The Phil Kessel, Kessel whisperer himself, Rick Tockett. Uh, there you go. And then the former GM of Pittsburgh is now the president there, Jim Rutherford, who we know loves his guys. Okay, so there. The, no, I mean the math was easy. Yeah. Like everyone said, how do you end up there? Oh, gee, one plus one is two. And you know what? He'll play for Tockett. Come on. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? For everything that they, his reputation is, and then there's Tockett. Like you know what I mean? And he'll play for Tockett. Come on. I think some of that stuff is overblown. That's yeah. what I say about Phil Kessel. You know what I mean? I, and I've seen a lot of people be cynical about this, but like it's a like a low risk, uh, potentially high reward move for Vancouver. Like why oh, not? Oh, you know what? It's I'll win if it goes on. I'll win. And what do they need? A little bit of punch on the on the bottom of their thing to score yeah. a goal, like every other team. Maybe can contribute to the second power play. Or be on the power play because apparently because Phil. Phil Kessel can still shoot the puck. He's yeah, in open on. space. He can still shoot the puck. I'm, I'm Tremendous playmaker as well. Uh, yes, and no, good good head for hockey in the offensive zone. No, he's a, come on. I've seen, I saw that guy play every night for the Leafs. Tremendous playmaker. So underrated. I thought he was good, too. I really That's my point being is like I couldn't believe a guy of this played this well took such him. And then with Denis, uh, Phaneuf was a close second. Like, I never seen two hockey guys in this city just take a whipping like those boys. Even Ooh. like well, even the players disrespected Phaneuf, too, which is the crazy part. I, I don't. Because he was, like, every year voted, like, the most overrated player. I'm like, yeah. who thinks he's still, like, first of all, okay, uh, like, no one thought he was the best defenseman anymore at that time, which is fine. Yeah. 
Like, uh, I don't know. It was weird. It's the Toronto hate thing that you were talking about earlier yeah. in the show. Yeah. In any event, before we finish on hockey, I'm going to yell out this now because I really think that it's catching me off guard because we got to see him a lot, and I checked him out on the weekend. Is Let's not sleep on Dallas anymore. No. Remember we brought him up last week? They're in that top four, that top five. Oh, Dallas is in there. They are in there. And you know what? Now, now that I'm looking at them, like their defense, their young defense with the older guys, they've got and big. Mm-hmm. And big, and they're nine deep skating. Yep. You know what I mean? And that Duchesne was a steal. Like, sure. You know, you I know still think I mean? they need a little bit of help on uh, on defense. but Oh, everybody does. But that Harley kid looks great. You know what I mean? They got a couple guys back there. They got like, Team Finland back there. It, a little bit of preview it, for my Team Finland in a couple weeks. Yes, okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, in any event, um, I'm starting to go, like, I'm looking at Dallas and going, Whoa! Whoa, there's a, there's a good team here. And Toronto beat them. So I'm not going to do – you got anything else you want to say about hockey? A couple, couple more things. things. Okay. okay. Um, I just want to make sure that everybody knows that I am not a Leaf hater. I got that a couple times because people say I say I'm not a hater. I'm just I know actions speak louder than words. That's I'm, all a, I'll say. I'm trying to do a professional job. You called them sorry, a sorry ass. I'm team. apologizing for that. I didn't mean to call them sorry <laughs> ass, but their defense is, it, is pretty. Come on, that's my point. But go on. Just all I'm saying is, if you're sorry, that means you won't do it again. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> that's not a real apology. Then. Okay, I'm trying. So you're a hater. I'm not a hater. Definitely uh, not. Prove a hater. it. Okay, I'm trying to. Um, so I will get to my Team USA for the Four Nations Cup soon. Okay. Uh, one sad thing. I'm I'm even kind of disgusted. I even got to bring this up. Was uh, obviously Line A uh, is taking a step away from the game. Uh, he's had some difficult times lately. His father died. We're all rooting for him here at the house that happens. Hundred percent. A podcast recently made a freaking disgusting remark about how he should off himself. That's they uh, called it the Remington retirement. If you don't know, Remington is a brand of gun. Oh yes, no, no, we've heard about that. It, it, it's it's uncalled for. Like, okay, here, here's when I because I'm glad I did a little research on it before you came and you told me that because here's what happens in sports, in my opinion. Sometimes people put them in a situation where criticism can be easy, okay? And then they get a difficult time in their life, but that criticism that they've been carried or so-called baggage is still there. So therefore it opens the door for people to say, well, you know what I'm thinking? That is great. That is your opinion. However, to take it to that level is disgusting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm the biggest hater on the planet. Like everybody, no, you would knows never that. say that. Though. Like it would, it would never enter my mind. That's what I'm talking about in the analysis of players. We don't know these players personally. No, of course not. You know, not. it's like the Draymond Green situation. You know what I mean? Like I look at it this way: no matter what you tell me, how nice he is, I only see what he does on the on the on the court. So I'll, sure. I'll look at it that way. And and you know, Laleen has opened the door to a couple of things. Hence the reason he got traded and blah blah blah. But right now, the guy is having some personal problems. Things change in your life. So let's respect what's going on in a man's life and not take his excess baggage and to no. say something as horrible as that. Just have some empathy, people. I think that's yes. the number one thing uh, yes. that a lot of people lack these days. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you can be a hater and have empathy. My name is Cruz. Trust me. You can bring it to that level. No, I was shocked when you when you yeah. did the little lean. I didn't know. And then when I actually heard what they were saying, and they were trying to say um, <clears throat> it was an offhand comment. You still said it, buddy. What do we talk about off the show sometimes? Cruz, be careful. Yes. The offhand comments could lead to something that we really don't want to hear or really want to draw attention to. 
and we will practice that. I'll still be a hater. Don't worry about that. But this was those B&B guys, whoever they are. Like, come uh, on. It's not even worth mentioning them. You got it. You got it. Uh, good luck. Good luck. Yes, absolutely. Yes. We're good with luck. you here, uh, Patrick Line. Uh, Want to see you back to your prime form. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a little bit of lighter notes, did you hear about the NHL hit audit? Vaguely. Vaguely. <laughs> okay, give it to me. So, Can- from what I understand, a player's agent basically called up the league and was like, my players' numbers are looking a little low. So the NHL did a full audit, and all of a sudden, hit, the hit numbers were all of a sudden up. Really? Yes. I remember we discussed hits. this a couple of weeks ago. Remember we were talking about that? You see, the reason that I'm having trouble with this as I'm looking is because it smells like one of the A words that I don't like. Okay, so we don't However, know the However, if, if this is finally a way to get things right... Uh, if this smells like contract. This sounds aged. No, shit. but that NHL should have got it right in the first place. Perhaps, maybe. <laughs> but no, yes, it's you should you you should have it right the first time. Okay, so from now on, okay, this is I how understand. I understand the night of you might not get right. Fine, the next day have someone skim over it. I get that. I get that. But just letting it sit and like all of a sudden like uh, 50 hits were added to like a guy's total. Like you look like a joke. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm, why I, the NHL's not respected, people. Shit like this. Okay, so then I'm supposed to also respect the shot attempt thing that they keep throwing at me too? Come on. One, we, oh one or the other. God. That's that's why I have you're, issues. Okay, you're, those two, I don't even know why you're bringing shot attempts. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. That. Because when I heard about this shot hit thing, as soon as it I hits, heard it. It just hits. It just hits. Okay, when I came it up, and, I, and I've heard a couple guys talk about it on air, about how you judge this. Because sometimes it's subjective. So you get a guy to come over, maybe you're going to watch the game, and I'm going to watch the game, and I like this player, and you like that player, and all of a sudden the numbers are going to be a little, eh. Because, you know, you decided, well, yeah, it kind of was, sort of. That's what I'm getting, the, the small comparison with the shot attempt thing is because sometimes No, shot get, attempt, it's, it's a yes or no. The hits are supposed to be yes or no. Okay, fine. Okay, so but that's... But, like, there's no... But who's arguing about, like, what, like, shot attempts, though? Okay, because I don't know what a shot attempt is anymore. But I did hear the I, other uh, night... Okay, I, I've given you the definition. Okay, the definition of an idiot in a thing if, is... If getting, it, okay, no, no, hold on, no. A shot attempt, it's if it's a shot on goal, shots on goal... Agreed. Plus okay. block shots, plus missed shots. That's it. Okay, so you're telling me the other night when when Nylander deked everybody out, and then the puck went off a stick. That's a shot attempt. That drives me nuts because he went the, the most. Did he shoot the, it? He missed. Did he shoot it? No, he did not shoot it. But the guy said it was a great attempt. I said, "What? The guy fanned. He deked three guys. Look great. Remember the play? He went down the side. No, okay, but like, and then, okay. The, and then the puck went, and the puck just slithered. And I felt bad for Nylander. It was a great move. It happens once every ninety-nine Next ninety-nine times, he's going to drill a shot, or he's going to, or thirty percent of the time, right. he's going to score. Okay, I get that. But this time, is he just fanned, and it slithered in, and the announcer said, "What a great shot attempt!" You know what I did at that moment? I would, well, okay, I, I, I would disagree with that being a good but shot I, attempt. But so I don't know. Then is that supposed to be on the stat? Hence the reason the hit one should be more viable because you do it or you don't. Yeah. But sometimes there's a little variable in there, yeah. like at what degree, like I mean, what degree of? So it becomes subjective. So that's what starts pissing me off. That I'm saying that you can use these numbers to your advantage, like the hit thing went up right so who who was who was the driving force behind that i'm saying i'm betting it's agents but this is all this is also good for gambling because if they were getting it wrong in the first place (laughs) 
You are so right. You win. You win. That's what it all comes down to, the goddamn gambling. I got you. Because like if, yes. if I put like the over on hits and like uh, like I want to be right. There you go. No, so Vegas is involved. What's wrong? Uh, it doesn't sound like that, but it, this is effects, but this a- does affect agents, agents in gambling. Agents in Vegas. We can write a song, bro. Agents in Vegas. There's uh, I don't know. That's my skin just crawled putting them in the same I mean, set. But you're right. I you're know you don't right. like agents, but like if you're they right. if they got it right. You're right. I'll, especially as soon as you threw in the G word. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? But you you got a very valid point. But I'm saying, you know what? I'm talking about how they subjectively get to them. That's the part that gets me, and then you're going to sell it to me. I'm watching the games, bro. You know, like I call, what it. It shouldn't be subjective, though. No, and sometimes when I see them do it, it's like when they're calling some of these like penalties. I get, I get like an error in baseball. There's a little bit of like, you know, agreed, there, there agreed, is some subjectivity yeah. to that. But okay. but no, and I, I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is that, which is really, really great, because this is a season where – what did I text you the other night? It's really hard to watch three hockey games at yeah. once, okay? And it is. So what I've been doing is, because I'm such a sick, like people, you know, nobody on the sick planet. Sick puppy. Yes, I was watching on. You know what I even do now? The one game, I will PVR it, PVR it, because a little bit later, and watch it because I'm watching for things like that. The playoffs are coming. I'm thinking when you think what team is more aggressive, what team is not, what team is soft, what's going on. I don't think when you look at the cold, hard numbers, they're going to justify, uh, they're going to be, uh, the eye test is going to be close sure. in some situations. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's what scares me about some of these numbers that drive me nuts, bro. One night, the other night, 63 shot attempts on some Yank channel in San Jose. But you can even argue, though, like shots on goal could be subjective to that. Oh, uh, no, if, no, I want, if it hits the guy, I'm going to go with your math. If it yeah. hits inside that red line, if it's a goal post, it is not a shot on goal. But I'll give that a shot. I'll be a hypocrite. I'll call that a shot attempt because it made a noise. Okay, that's the only chance what, you get. But what if me. it was like, you know, like it, like it just missed by like a uh, like nah, half an inch. nah, nah. Because you know what it just says to me: guys can't hit the goddamn net. And most of the time, oh, if you hit the post, you didn't hit the net. Okay, okay. But here's the problem about the, the shot attempts. Did you see the goddamn power plays? Teams have three power plays in a row, and they don't get a shot on goal. I but, agree. That's but, bad. And then somehow they say they got shot attempts. Why? The guy nine ironed it from the blue line and hit the glass. Stop it. That tells me that your performance. Sucked. That's what I, I'm getting okay, fair at. Enough. So, how do you? Ju- but no, I, but I've never seen them put, put shot attempts for the power play though. It's always like shots on goal for the power play. Well, but then at the end of the period, they'll show, especially on the American broadcasts, and maybe it's for gambling. I don't know. They'll show one night. I think it was a San Jose. It was a West Coast game. Could have been Dallas. It said 61 or 63 shot attempts. I don't mind them showing it though for like just the period or whatever. Like like flash it like once a period. That's fine. It gives you, it's just, you're building up numbers. You're kind of just building up a storyline, right? Okay, so I'm watching the game. When it, you're getting these out, you guys sucked. You could not get the puck on the net. Then that's telling you, you drove again. around in circles. You were waiting to go. But every time you're 900 or something, the guy else, oh, he's got an attempt. Attempt at what? Attempt at trying okay, to keep the puck that, in the but arena? That, but uh, that's still telling you. It's for the game. You increase your skills. What? When how many times I see in the power play they go round okay, and I round get that, and I round, get that, but and like, then finally some guy gets but, 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 like, but you're trying, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take it. Let's take it. Let's take it back a step. Because okay. you're saying them showing shot attempts is bad for the game. I'm saying that I want it to be justified on a level that I think that I can quantify, and I can't. Maybe that's me personally. I can't. Like I see guys. Okay, just, but that's that's still giving you information though. 
In what way? If you, if you're, 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 it's telling you they sucked. I don't get how you're complaining that they're showing you this on the screen. Okay, so what's going on now is the guy had three power plays in a row. Okay, they I, never I feel got like we're just talking in circles. No, no, wait. Let me. We'll end it here. You got three power plays in a row. Okay, three power play in a row. Zero shots on goal. Gotcha. But the announcer's telling me you had, but you okay, had shot but attempts. You, but we, I don't but get we agree that. the announcers suck. I don't get why that's an issue, though. So how do you have a shot attempt and you didn't the, get the a shot The announcers don't come up with who comes up with a shot attempt, though. That's but the, at the end of the period, they got it on the screen. They're that's showing not, me. But, okay, but, that, but like, that's not the announcer's job to do that. But why the the announcer's job is just to number. comment on the action. You had three power plays. You had no shots on goal. Okay, I get that. Okay, then at the end of the, at the, end of the thing, they'll show me a number and it'll say... X amount of shot attempts, but only show eight shots on goal. So I'm saying this distorts my belief in the game. Where, where, where do all but doesn't that? But doesn't that? Uh, I don't know. I like the time of possession, and I'll I'll live with that a little bit more. If you're in the zone and you and you got the puck for a little bit okay, more. Okay, but like whether like they're showing this information or not, like it's not changing the outcome of the game. Well, then we're going to get back to our original premise when you said you were joking about how did they get this hits things going on. Okay. It suddenly went up. That's what I'm saying. The other stats that come in the game, I don't know how they get them. I don't know if they're subjective oh, and they God. believe that they're generated by agents and it all comes down to money. And when you brought the gambling into it, you, you win the argument. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Okay, got it? That's where I'm at. Because I watch a lot of hockey, bro, and I see another thing is I don't want to hear. You know, it really makes me sick. I want every hockey player to go down to that rink in a Mimico and skate your ass off so you're, you're in shape enough to score, go for two minutes. Two minutes. Get out there and learn it. You got all the new stuff because I am. Two minutes so, for what? You got to stay on the ice for two minutes. You got to fucking no, train. No, but they want short shifts now. Oh, well, whatever the case may be, then don't tell me that they got a short shift. That's making me crazy. How much time you hear, oh, I think he's gassed. And all of a sudden the puck comes to him and he's racing down the other end anyway because now he's okay, on the other like, but, Okay, but you keep changing the subject though because like, I think your problem is that the announcers are, un are un uneducated. No, my thing is when you flash numbers at me, that I'm thinking that are sub too subjective for you to put them on the screen, but you're saying it's for gambling, so I, I, I'll take it away there. I, I'm, okay? well, I'm, I'm, not, right. I'm not saying you're right. uh, kind of. Uh, no, okay, then I'm kind of too. We don't want to be kind in the house that happens. We're trying to get here. So I know what you're saying. I think, I, well, I think it's a lot of it's for the nerds too. People just want information. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old, but I don't get back to my other statement. I know. That I'm with our producer, Jay. You use stats to tell the story. Okay, I agree at times. Okay, so one of the stats is you're telling me is that these guys aren't trained hard enough to do two minutes. No, that's your that's your, you interpreting it that way. Oh, then why is the announcer saying this Oh, my day? God, stop with the – why does it keep going back to the announcers? You say they're idiots. Okay, I don't okay, get okay. So here's what they do. Do you ever see that little screen in the corner when they put the guy's names on and it goes time on the ice? Right. That's what they're telling you. The guy's on the ice. He's going to get tired. Drives me crazy. Why are they putting on there? Oh, no, they ice the puck. The guy's never going to get out of there. He's so tired. He'll never get the puck out of the zone. If I hear that one more time in a hockey game, that's why I end up turning down games and putting the music on because it drives me crazy. I got to hear every time at the end of that's the That's the game, Cruz. And then, but they're putting a little thing in the corner. Oh, he's on the ice for this long. What? I can't see the game. I see how long he's on the ice. Skate harder. I'm old. I'm old, but that stuff drives me I don't, I don't crazy. get how that, why that bothers you. Because then when the mistake gets made, oh, he was so tired. Cruise, cruise. Stop it. Breathe in. Breathe out. <sighs> drives me nuts, Deep Scott. Breaths. Maybe that, you know what? Maybe it is. Maybe I'm old. 
Okay, because the only thing I do now more of is I put the game on the pad because I check the guys' names because I don't because I'm getting old. I can't remember every player, every number Bodies. on every team. So I do my little thing before the game. Right. Oh, that guy's number eighteen. That guy's yeah. number twenty. So just get an idea out there because that's why Harley's jumped out at me so much. Harley on Dallas. Yeah. Um, what's the uh, uh, the guy's back on Los Angeles? Is on Los Angeles the Gavrak guy? Gavrikov. He's back. Notice he's back. You know, you notice when you, and I don't need a sound. I don't need an announcer. I just look at the game, and that guy's standing out. That's what I'm getting at. Now, you got to tell me. And then Drew Doughty, who does 27 minutes a night, I never ever hear them mention that he's tired. Why is that? So what I'm saying, it takes away from the game well, for me. Well, I, I would argue he keeps his shit, shift short. They just, like... Play them like every other shift. Okay, but so I don't want to hear that no more in a game. That's not part of the game for me. Part and of also, game. maybe it's just that Drew Doughty's just that spectacular. Well, then everybody get in shape. Because the whole thing about getting in shape and shorter shifts. I understand the shorter shifts. I understand the attack point. I understand the You don't the think possession. these guys are in shape? Come on. Oh, well, then don't tell me they're tired. That's what I'm saying. It and they're on ice for two hours skating. Their, or two, two hours, excuse me. Two minutes skating it all out. Like, come on. Uh, okay, I don't know. I haven't done it enough. But I'm just saying that I'm hearing. Watch tonight when you hear the game. Okay. And how many times they put it in the corner? I will text you every time they will say it. I bet you my, your phone will go, quit, Chris, quit texting now. Just quit texting. <laughs> because you know what I mean? To me, and this is, you're right. You have a very significant point when you look at it this way. I'm old. And I, I never grew up said that. I am old, <laughs> and I will say that. And some of the things that they've brought into the game I think are good, and some of the things that I say, ah, they should keep that there. But you this know is all just window dressing, though. This isn't like, this didn't change the game, Gambling, though. gambling. You're right. That's okay. what it's all about. Yeah. Gambling. That's so I'll give you that thing there because I don't want to hear it drives me completely crazy. It has nothing to do with the flow. You of the should game. take your own advice and just put these guys on mute more. I do. That's what I mean about that. Just like, Play some Jeff you back. See this, this, that's what I do. See this little speaker? This stays on my coffee table when it's enough. I, you, when you came in here today, what, what, did you hear that speaker going? Oh, yeah. Okay, so it won't be that loud. And I got to go up and hear what they're doing on other games. But for you to come into my house with four games on the screen and that speaker going is not that like guys that know me go that's the norm and then when people first see it they think i'm from another planet wait the guy's got four games on and he's listening to jeff back okay and i'm going because these guys that are talking on the screen make me crazy because as an old guy i've watched enough games sure. that i know what's going on and as long as i know the players and i look at their stats before the game and see what they're doing then i can kind of have a subjective look at the game then i'll take it one step further if the game gets the most exciting in the five minutes i'll turn that one up just in case i might miss something that has gone on in context that's all you know what i mean but i don't and i'll turn it up or sometimes what i do is this as i'm going to drive myself crazy i'll turn two games on and have both sounds on oh my god and see what i can hear out of both that's the other That's thing. giving me a headache. That's what I do sometimes because they just drive me crazy. I'll oh, catch what he says. I'll oh, catch what he says. I'll oh, catch what I do that. When people come oh down, that's God. when I think I'm really insane. <laughs> I got the volume on two games. I, I'm starting to. And I can hear I'm them both. I'm not going to say you're insane, but. I can hear them both. I start hearing them both. <laughs> I start hearing them both. I do that. Or a lot of times, you know what I'm doing too? And I have a guitar in my hand. You got to remember. So I'm turning things down. So I'm like, I'm sure. I'm doing scales and shit on my guitar while I'm watching. Now we're getting way off topic. My bottom line is this the original premise was coming up about this hit thing hit audit hit audit i'm telling you you're right maybe people today the world is going so fast they need all of this much stuff but i'm i'm believing that sometimes too much is too much and i'm thinking that people are telling me but it's a gambling and i'm going to go home and i'm going to i'm going to do a little essay on this you it is worse on the book. american networks though with how oh, much information oh 
Like, uh, and sometimes oh. with the American ones, they'll have the, the bar at the bottom, like, who's on the ice. I just think that's because American fans are a little bit more uneducated about hockey. Oh, I think but, that is, yeah. too, because I, I watch, like, some of the Nashville guys and some of these out-of-the-way things just to see what they're saying, because I got the box, you know, I'll put yeah. a game on or I'll see an odd game thing. And I think sometimes when the Americans present the game, it's like, is that the same game I'm watching? Mm. You know what I mean? Like I little... generally think that Sportsnet and TSN do have a good presentation. Oh, I do too. Sportsnet, I think, has a slightly better one. I like how they have like the lineups up top uh, as the game starts. I think that's really cool. I'm not telling you another thing about Sportsnet. I'll get it. When you guys are watching a game, don't you like a clear screen as much as you can because you want to watch everything on the game? Sure. Sportsnet, to me, is a keep a, keeps a clear scheme. They don't need a little thing running with the scores going on the bottom while you're watching the game. They'll do it in between commercials. You can see that. Or during in, in between periods. But they, Sportsnet, I give them credit. They get a clear screen. Some of these guys down there. No, TSN there, does that too. They keep They're it pretty good. Yeah, but they'll yeah. throw something in or they'll throw their ticker at the bottom. I don't want the ticker because i got a game. TSN, I, I think they do that just more... They do that just more in their mission, don't they? Okay, I'm going to tell you why I'm insane. I don't want it on there because one of those games I might be having PVR and oh. I'm watching it an hour, so I don't want to know the score. Fair. That's why. Okay, that's, Fair that's enough. a little thing. Is if you see me sequence games when buddies come in, like, Andrew, I'm nuts now. Like, I'll come in, at, like, like, before here, there's nothing on tonight. But I can't wait for the playoffs to start. I will look on this thing and I will set my PVR. I will go walk my dog for an hour. So everything's, that's right. why I'm on, I'm behind you. But now I control every game. I control it every game. And not only that, I'm saying, please don't put the scroll on the bottom. Don't put the scroll. I don't want to know what's going on. And what you do is, that's why I'm nuts now. Because I rewind the plays. He didn't really hit the guy. That wasn't a penalty. Or like, you know, and it's the right. obvious, like, like the other night in the, in the basketball game I was there. But anyways, I hope when people are listening to hear what we're saying, because this is why Andrew wins that conversation. Gambling! And fantasy. And fantasy. Oh, that's you. You. you I can't. I, and, I, and I play fantasy. I can't even win. Like, all my arguments, I'm going to keep them in my pocket. But if you want to kill them, oh, cruise gambling. You can, you know, shake gambling. hands with the, with the agents once in a while oh, and no, be friends. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying you got to be there drinking, buddy. Okay, but. okay. So let's go on here. What are we having? What are we going into next here? Is there something else? Uh, there's trade we- deadline. I mean, yes. I, I mean, we're running a little bit long. I mean, the only real, like, big Good discussion, news, though. The only, sure, the only real big news or big rumor this week is uh, Markstrom potentially to the Devils. He's got to waive his no trade to go there, though. But, and I've seen the top six or seven guys all got no trade something or other. I think it's going to be the deadest no trade thing in years. Because everybody's taken basically who they wanted, and everybody else says they're not sure. And some of these guys, they can wait to go if they're free agents if they're not being dealt. Because I think there's that thing going on is like, you're going to lose them anyway, so maybe at the last second, the guy, team is only have to give up a second and a third set of a first or something like right. that. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that could be going on? Because I mean, uh, we know I, I'm just worried that guys are going to get, get ahead of things and make trades before the deadline. Well, I think that's I think already that's been done. Like, well, I think that's most. Been I mean, there's still here. a lot of guys. Like, there's still the two defensemen on Calgary. I think they're both. They're, Hannafin and Tanev are being traded for sure. I was gonna say Gensel on Pittsburgh, but then he just. I just got news today that uh, he's gonna be out for four weeks. So. Oh, that's over. So that's yeah. That's that's um, water. Trevor Zegras is an interesting one. Not a rental, but. Is that the guy from Anaheim? Anaheim, who got voted yeah. the most overrated player in the league by the players. Oh, that's a drag. That's brutal. But he's at his moments. I mean, if he could he's go been a little up and down this year. Mind you, he missed training camp, which is never good. But and the bottom line is, though, he could be picked up on a team and be a third or fourth line guy. Or no, you know, he's he, if you're getting him, you have him as the intention of being in your top six. Not until he earns it. I'm going to the Rick. Tonka but I'm not. School. But I'm not trading for him if if he's gonna just play in my 
Because Anaheim's not going to want fourth line return for him. Let's be real. Ah, uh, you got a good point there. I can't argue with that. But I'm thinking sometimes when they're shifting, when you got those guys that are in between days, like you, sometimes you got to do something. Like what, what's his name on on um, L.A. They dropped him down for a while, and suddenly he's playing a little bit better. Ooh. Oh, you know my buddy. He should only gone to Montreal. Not Dubois. He's been playing a little better lately. He, but, in his last five games, he's got one point and, and is a minus two. Oh, oh he's been not. But, but where is he playing though? They keep moving him down the line. They won't give him his time. And the same thing is, look at suddenly he was scoring, but I think that's because it's shifting a bit. And he's not really like blowing. Okay, like the, the scoring may be secondary, but like minus two. Like come on, like you're supposed to be a two-way forward, Dubois. You're supposed Come to be on. scoring more. But I'm saying I like what they do. Like a couple of games, I don't even notice them. Yeah. Because if he starts screwing up, they don't give him the minutes, so they put him down, the, on, make him down. They're going to make the guy earn it. The Actually, guy's still good. You're, you're going to love this. I saw it. Like, I think it was a Habs thing. They were posting about how Slavkovsky's numbers are better than Dubois. Oh, easily, easily. But you know what? And, he, and he's at like, what, one ninth the salary? Uh, if that. If yeah. that. You know, but you know then he could go to Montreal and be a star, too, because I don't like. See, sometimes this is where. Dubois? Yeah, no, I'm not going to say that. But, okay, let's just see. Let, let's attach this to end the hockey this way, kind of in this way. We're going to end it, okay? Well, we got a couple more things. I'm going to do my Team USA, and then we're going to do Saturday Night And picks. the picks, okay. But as, as a subject go, well, this will be last we talk about it. Now, Dubois is starting to carry around some baggage, right? Oh, hell yes. Okay, so when something, which I hope we don't have to talk about in any kind of a derogatory manner, happens... And we've already discussed what some people have said about a previous player earlier in the show. He's already setting himself up for people to take shots at him. And what you hope is they don't take drastic shots. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I hear what they're talking about him now. And I, and I look at the guy, and he's a big boy. And oh, he's yes, got he skills. And then he'll do something so stupid in the first period. What's the coach on L.A. now? I like him. Hardcore. Yeah. He's old school hard. I his name too. I, I, I can see him. Like, he looks like an army general or, 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 or like a sergeant. And he just looks at the guy and he gives him that look, and you're at the end of the bench. And then they'll let, you'll get you on like 10 shifts later. But he, even the other guys, like um, one of their defensemen the other night did one of those donuts out in the middle. Guy missed six shifts, and he's like a top four guy that's playing 22 minutes. I forget. It wasn't that Gravelyov guy. Was one Mikey of the other, Anderson? Could have been. Made, made, made him like all of a sudden I noticed, where did that guy go? Where does that guy go? And then when I turned up the volume to hear about it, and they were talking about, you know, he's missed. And I said, ah, I noticed that guy wasn't mm-hmm. out there. But I noticed that because I rewound it and went, wow, what was he thinking on that play? You know, n- another one of my sicknesses. Get him on PVR, man. You control <laughs> the games. You can watch the game. Like, you can watch play, go, like the same play go six times in any event. But it, you know what I mean? My point being is that's a couple things that come on the show I'm going to really like to hear it's coming back is that if you carry baggage, people are going to say stuff about you. And sometimes it could be right or wrong. But the bottom line is if you don't perform up to your talent the way that we perceive you, especially with the salary that you get, then sometimes we're going to take shots at you because, yeah. Although you know? that's, that's one of the worst parts about the cap world, though, where everyone's all of a sudden like, uh, you got to get out your calculator and become an expert over here. And that kind of like, kind of hurts the game, don't you think? I've been saying it forever. I agree. But you know what? You've schooled me on that, too, because it's a pertinent part of the game, too. You I know, know. It's, 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 it just sucks. But it's just, yeah, exactly, say. exactly. Okay, let's get to what we're getting through here, okay? Yeah, so uh, let's, I would, I'm going to unveil my Team USA projected team for the Four Nations face-off next year. Okay. First of all, Austin Matthews, obviously. Oh, come on. That's JT Miller. Yep. Jack Eichel. If he's healthy, please. Well, ob- okay, obviously if he's healthy. Okay, but no, he's a gimme. Dylan Larkin. Yep. Vincent Trocek. Really? 
Oh, yeah. You want a good two-way guy there. And look at his points this year in New York. Uh, he's, he's one of their – yeah, he's good. I believe out of all Americans, he's like – Top six in scoring. I want to say. And he's really looked good the last couple games, too. I want to change games. And solid defensively, which you want. I have him as the 13th forward. Uh, Clayton Keller, Brock Besser, Patrick Kane. Oh, yeah. You think he's going to be still there? He'll he'll be a good veteran guy. I think if he wants to be there, he'll, and I I imagine he'll want to be there. Come on. A chance to be Canada. He's going to want to take that. Uh, Alex DeBrincat. Uh, Yeah, I thought you'd bring him up, too. Uh, he's, He's solid. Matthew Kachuk. Jason Robertson, Jack Hughes, oh, yeah. Cal Connor. Those are my forwards. Oh, yeah, great collection. Tough. I had to leave some good guys out. Uh, I mean, Brady Kachuk could be there. Hit or miss, yes. Could be. Uh, um, uh, Brock Nelson was a tough one. It was kind of between him and Trocek as my 13th forward. Would you pick the other guy because of his defensive I mean, skills? they're both good defensively, I would argue. Okay. Nelson, Nelson may be not as good as Trocek there, but still. Tate Thompson is one. He took a step back this year. If he's back in form next year, you can't leave him off. But for now, we don't I'm, know. I'm, he's a fence sitter. And, you know, he's, he's probably played for the Olympic team. He's so young. That's what I'm saying. A lot changes before you get there. I'm loving the list. Yes. I'm loving the list. But I'm saying there's a guy that I'm, oh, he's, where do you go? Jake Gensel, I thought of. I thought of Chris Kreider, too. I think he's a little two-dimensional for this team, though. You don't, you don't think Ansel will make it? He's not on your... <sighs> he's small. Like It's like kind of like him and Kreider or in that kind of that situation a lot of those Team Canada guys were in where it's like a lot of the things you can do those guys they, above they, you can, can do, do better. as well yeah. right good point um, I, I put Caulfield in the conversation if he takes a step I think it's going to be tough to leave him out well that's what I was going to scream at you about I think but he's on my list don't worry but he's not on your first no he's on the list he, I have him as my number sixth right winger oh Brutal. But uh, Team USA is good oh no the, the, I, I the agree. one that was really tough to leave off though was Joe Pavelski age Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I know. Uh, that, and you're kind of trying to project for next year, too. You're like, his numbers took a step back this year. No, he's he's got to realize exactly. father time. He's a father time, too. But I'm going to... Shame, gonna, too, because I love Joe Pavelski. Um, I'm, I'm predicting, though, by the time that the camp opens, that when the team starts on the ice, I bet you Cofield's on that team. He's I think, got, I he's think got the deck stacked against him at right wing, well, though. We'll see. We'll see. Because you know what I mean? He'll go back there because he came from that development camp, too. And he, they'll put him on a couple of lines with his buddies from back in the day and some magic will go on. But I like your thinking. But, Why but, you but, left uh, him off, I'm not going to deny. That, that The original year 12 or 13, 14, 13 guys, whoa, that's a solid list. Uh, let's move to defense. Okay. Should be easy. Should be But there were some tough cuts. Okay. Oh, definitely. definitely. Uh, I, I went with four left-handed shots three right-handed shots for my defense. Quinn Hughes. 100%. Zach Wierenski. Yep. Jacob Slavin from Carolina. Mm. Noah Hannafin is my seventh D. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. And on the right side, Adam Fox. Yeah. Charlie McAvoy. Jacob Truba. Okay. um, Yeah, McAvoy's got to be on there for sure. Those those guys are giving me there. But I'm going to tell you what's going to change really quickly. I think by the time this all gets said and done and they're picking the team next January, there'll be three Hughes on that team. I think the kid defenseman on Jersey so is going to come up. He, he was on rise. my short list. He was on, you know, because I see but, him, but he's so young. The thing is, left-handed shot for the States, a lot of good picks. Jake Sanderson, Ottawa, too. He's another one. Oh, right. Player. I he, forgot about him. I, I, have him yeah. ahead, I have him ahead of Hughes, um, mainly because of experience. 
But uh, I'm saying in that time stretch, so I think, because I see Hughes play, and every time I see, I, he's not the reason that the Devils aren't making the playoffs. That's for damn sure. But he's going to be a number one in the league one day, too. And he's only, what, 19? Is he going to be there next year, though? That's the problem. Uh, well, I'm saying he's got enough growth. He reminds me of, like when Doughty came to the team when he was like 20, 21. I go, is he too young? And he came in and he made his time. Uh, but. And he's big. But here's And the he th- hits, and he, and he, 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 he like, he does. Hold on, though, because with the seventh, I think the real competition is going to be between Noah Hannafin and someone who could win the Rookie of the Year this year. Not Luke Hughes, Brock Faber on oh, Minnesota. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, he's good, too. Yeah. And he's going to wait. Isn't Harley on? Uh, no, Harley's on Dallas. He's another defenseman, isn't he? That's American. That I think that he's another guy that you're going to have to think of that's young and good. There's so uh, many. Again, like, the American just, team is going to be good. Yeah. And no then, doubt. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. And then in that, I mean, this is... That's, Should surprise no one. Connor Hellebuck, uh, Thatcher Demko, uh, Jeremy Swayman. Uh, that's that's the Ottinger and uh, Lyon were on my short list, but I, I no, how no, can I put those, them those, above the, the top no, three? No, that's a great team. That's a it's mo- a scary team. It's a most most thing. So we you know where we're we're lacking on is um, I'm not going to be worried about our goaltending. I'll be worried more about our defense. Like who's there? But there's a lot of time. Yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll get there in time, though. I mean, we did the, the defense last week. It's still very, very good. Oh, it's solid, no doubt about it. Um, I'm glad that, like, first of all, when you got Fox and McAvoy and Hughes and Truba. The, yeah, right there. Like that's a great top four. You know what I mean? Like you can put them up. Well, on even like and, Fox, McAvoy, Truba. That's just your right side. Exactly. And all three of those guys, yeah. they stand out. When you watch games, you see those guys. Yeah. That's that's the cool thing about them. Good team. We're going to continue on with your next team. Yeah, at next, the next week uh, will be Sweden. Sweet team Sweden. Okay, which gets us to our picks. Yes. Uh, Last so, week I wasn't so good because I should have paid more attention. Uh, you were 8 for 13. You were better than me. <laughs> you won 8 to 5. Okay. Uh, I was awful, especially in the early window. Uh, okay, yeah, let's get started. the early window killed you. You know what I mean? But I, um, I picked I mean, a couple you, of stupid ones. <laughs> you didn't do great there either, but I was like... No. Oh, for the first six. Oh, brutal. Yeah, awful. Uh, let's get started. L.A. at Boston. I chose the Bruins. I'm taking that, too. On the road in Boston at 3 in the afternoon, right? 2 yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah, it's an afternoon game. L.A.'s clock will be off. That's going to be a good game, though, because you know what I find about these games? And listen to my prediction. This is going to sound weird. I don't know when L.A. plays their game before. Hopefully, they're playing tonight because they'll have a night off. Because what ends up happening because of the time change, those guys will be going like 10 men. And then somewhere in the third period, it just seems like they run out of gas or their body clock. Yeah, L.A. is in New Jersey tonight. That's a tough game. And it's game. a 12.30 start. In Boston. Oh, at 12 in the afternoon? I feel for L.A. Like, that's that's what they call, what do you call those scheduling losses? <laughs> Got to take the Bruins. That's a scheduling loss. Uh, Never seen one. Edmonton at Dallas. I'm going to take the Oilers on the road. I'm going to say Dallas is too good, and they're going to let Edmonton know. You guys, Ooh. I'm liking Dallas a lot. I have, I have noticed. I'm liking Dallas. So every time I see, like, you guys beat them last week, but they outplayed you. And then, uh, I won't disagree with and that. And then two nights later, and they, they, took say, it out they on did. Your oh my God! They, it was so oh, woodshed time. You know, with a switch, it was bad. Ottawa at Chicago. I'm actually going to take Ottawa on the road. I do too, because I think that Ottawa is going to be way over 500, like you say they do every year. Get everyone all excited because they came down to stretch and did a few games. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's starting to feel like Groundhog Day with those guys. It's like uh, the, I don't know if you've seen the meme of like the guys like 
popping the champagne, kissing the girl, and he sees all the way down, like, ninth, tenth on the podium. Okay. Everyone just looking at him like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what are you doing, yeah, bro? Yeah. <laughs> um, Detroit at Calgary. I'm going to take Calgary at home. That's going to be a weird game. You know what I'm really happy about? Because you know I'm always watching Detroit teams. The Red Wings have not fallen off the cliff yet. They're hanging in there. I think you they're going to make mean? the playoffs. I think, you know what, you know, there's one team that's got to have that upset in the first round. If they make the playoffs, they're going to be the team, you know, like one team. They're going to play Boston the first round, though. Oh, even better. Even better. Kick them out in the first round I'm two not. years in a row. Um, Detroit at Calgary. I'm going to say Detroit. I'm taking the Red Wings. Okay. Mm. Buffalo at Minnesota. I'm going to take the Wild at home. They've looked pretty good lately, making a perhaps a run at that at the playoffs. I think it's too late because they had too many injuries over too much. Over and their captain's done for the season. And there you go. Yeah. But they're going to be solid. But they're going to win at home on a Saturday night against Buffalo. No problem. Agreed. Uh, Nashville at St. Louis. I'm going to take the Blues at home. Looking pretty good lately. Fighting for St. Louis is another team that's in a playoff position, right? Yep. They scare me because you know those crazy first round in the NHL, some team upsets somebody. Don't be surprised if St. Louis is the team that upsets somebody. I would be uh, surprised if that happened for They're the They're going to make the playoffs first. Okay, but if they okay, – I agree. Agreed. They're a big team. They're a pretty big team. That's sure, but going. I mean, would you if they're going up against like Dallas or Colorado or Vancouver? Bennington stands on his head, and all those big guys hit uh, everything in sight. You know what I mean? They were. You seen them against you guys? They they were solid. You know, good. they were solid. They, I'm not saying they're gonna, but they like them and Detroit. I think uh, they, they can make it a series. I don't know if they. Yeah. I can see them pulling off an upset. Uh, Florida at Tampa Bay. I'm taking the Lightning. I am too. They don't lose at home. Well, they do, but they won't lose this one. Very good home team. Uh, pedestrian on the road, though, Tampa Bay this season. Yep. Washington at Montreal. I'm going to take the Habs. All day, and we're going to make sure Ovechkin doesn't score. <laughs> Anaheim that? at Toronto. We both know oh, who we're picking on. there. Both come picking on. the Leafs. That, you know what? I feel sorry for Anaheim, that goalie. Dostal or whatever his name is. Oh. He just gets hung out to dry every night. He, and he played great uh, when the Leafs were in Anaheim. Okay, we played great against Montreal, and they lost 5 nothing. It wasn't his fault. We, they no. just Nobody was around. They just was practice shooting at the point. Oh, young goalies and young defensemen on bad teams. Oh, Ugh, yeah. that, that's the worst place to be. No kidding. Uh, Philly at New Jersey, the first of the two outdoor games. Have you seen what it looks like, by the way? It's kind of cool. They got like no. a little – They basically made it uh, look like a park. Basically, they have like the turf there. It's very cool. Oh, really? So yeah. it's an outdoor game? Yeah. This at um, was Matt it Life? MetLife? MetLife. Yeah. So it's going to be Philly at New Jersey Saturday, and then Sunday is going to be Islanders-Rangers. But we're not betting on that one, just Philly at, Philly at New I'm, Jersey. I'm taking, um, I'm taking Jersey. Oh, I'm, I'm taking the Flyers. No, I think, I think Jersey will win. They need to win. Uh, outdoor games, though. It's, uh, I, I find a lot of road teams tend to win those games. Because it's all weird. Yeah. Because they're, they're on the road anyway. Then the other home team thinks that they are too. And Jersey can't get a save. Islanders against Rangers the next day? Yeah. I'm taking the Rangers. They've righted the ship. Oh, well, we're not doing that game, though, for the. Oh, right. Because yeah. it's, yeah, I still want to <laughs> so take that's that. a Sunday game. Yeah. This is the Saturday night pick em. Go ahead. Uh, not to sound condescending there, but Winnipeg at Vancouver. I'm going to take the Canucks. Game of the night. Agreed. I'm taking Vancouver to defend the Den, Den their home place. Columbus at San Jose. Someone's got to win this one, so they say I'm going to take the Sharks. Me too, only because they're at home. And look what happened, that guy, the general manager, after 12 years of trying, 
Got fired. General manager of Columbus got fired today. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's too bad. Yarmo, eh, she was a... Uh, mm. Never got anywhere. You know who he reminds me of? The guy that got fired in Formula One that was good on the show. Tried his ass out. Yeah. Is that a good comparison? I mean, he didn't hire Babcock, though. What's that? Uh, <laughs> Gunther didn't hire a bad that's, that's that's what's that's number one why his job is gone. You know that. I eh? just got to wait to the end oh, of the year and the team yeah. is shit. You know. I would say John Davidson's job is probably in jeopardy too. Oh as the president. yes, yes. Everybody's yeah, and they'll be behind, behind another five years. That's I that. mean that team's been behind another Columbus. Let's not go there. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. last of the night, Carolina at Vegas. I'm going to take the Golden Knights. I'm going to take Carolina to be tough on a okay. Saturday and say, let's go for it. Because Carolina's starting to right the ship a bit too. Sure. But their goaltending is nothing to be desired. That's what's killing them. But they got big defensemen yeah, too, and they, the, got three uh, and they got three lines scoring. Sure. You know what I mean? Like three lines that Although, can score. The third line, I'm not going to say, is going to burn the house down. But they're, Kock they're, and Yemi's numbers have yes. dra- dipped drastically since the start of the season. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And he's my boy. I, I, keep, I keep my hand. You know, Even something. though you guys should... Drafted Brady Kachuk, but yeah, well, that that's now been proven, isn't it? We all make mistakes, but I say Kokomini's not done yet. He's a big, lanky guy. I think he should put him on some more weight, but he's really fallen off since uh, his opening. Hey, he looked good. Yeah, you know what I mean. In any event, I hope everybody is paying attention because the playoffs are going to be here around the corner. Hockey season is coming to a, a fast ending. We're, we're two thirds of the way there. Okay, so we've been running a little bit long here. So just before we go, there's just a couple things we want to say. Are we going to say much about what's going on in the field of baseball? Oh, okay. Uh, the well, only quick we're going to say is that we we at the house that happens. Can we agree on this? Is Scott Boros the devil? <laughs> <laughs> if not, then like he's his cousin or something. There's got to be something going on. But anyways, we're predicting there'll be a whole bunch of signings about baseball. Let's just hold off on our baseball talk until the camp opens, and because that, that'll give us like yeah. ten days since you'll be back next Saturday. Yeah, because right now it's just pitchers and catchers are reporting. That's all soon. it is, and. Although a whole John bunch Schneider, of rumors, John Schneider had an outrageous line where he's can like, "Can you give us? Can you give it to us?" Oh, he's looking forward to second and third bases. It's going to be a fun puzzle to solve. Okay, and that's that's about three degrees away from Atkinson Shapiro saying you're going to love the new baseball experience now that we've renovated the dome. How many wins is that going to give us? I love your Atkinson Shapiro voice, but is that your nerd voice? <laughs> well, whatever. I'm going to say. In any event, we're going to be there, and I want to shout out to all the guys in the baseball league. No, I'm not making any trades right now. I did buy an old school book, Mr. Semenuk. I'm going to I'm going to say it here now. It was in baseball. I will make the playoffs in our fantasy baseball league this year. Haven't made it in about. I don't know. Haven't made it in a while. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but uh, this is my goal to make the fantasy baseball playoffs. I believe in you. Thank you very team much. Team house that happens. Let's yes, go. Yes, team house that happens. Here we go. Um, and we all should take a little before we go too. Is we got to take a shot of what's going on in the NBA. Yes. Uh, uh, so last night was Pascal Siakam's return to Toronto. Once again, I gotta admit this. They did a very, even though he was just traded a month ago, whatever the case may be. The city of Toronto was very, very classy in their presentation. The fans equally, even though we had a little bump in the road that couple years ago, what he was saying, the fact is that that's how you treat a guy because not you want to get rid of him, people forget there is a business here. Yeah. And Pascal Siakam left town because of business. Yeah. Do you agree? I, I agree. And, and, like, come on. Like, he had a great career here. Yes. All-NBA. All he was an all-star part of that championship yes. team. Yes, and Let's a contributor. Game, game one of the finals, he was the top scorer in that game. I'll remember that forever. Well, of course he was. Yeah. He was out there. And, and you know what? It was so good because um, 
Kawhi knew Kawhi would knew where to send the ball to him. Him and and then Lowry yep. and Fred. They all knew where Siakam was, and he made the shots. Great show last night. Good luck in Indy. Absolutely. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, are they the real deal? Great defense on that squad. Okay, and I keep hearing a lot of people saying no, and I looked at it today, and I'm going to predict this right now. I would like to see the Los Angeles Clippers and the Cleveland Cavaliers in the finals because, first of all, I find you have less guys that are being bitches, for starters. Both teams play defense, and they're not afraid to go into the paint. So it would be probably the most old-school-style finals that we've gotten sometimes even though when the, when the finals come there is uh there is half court but i'm hearing a lot of people saying that cleveland's not for real donovan mitchell not led team will never get that far i'm starting to go when you got mobley and jared um um uh, what's his name jared allen whatever those two big guys in the middle donovan mitchell and garland who's one of my favorite players they've got seven guys that are playing around 30 minutes 25 minutes are over, which is great because that's a good, good rotation. And all of those guys are averaging about 15 or more, which you get with Donovan Mitchell. He's sure. close to 30, but I mean there. And that's why when I compare it to the Clippers, the Clippers have about 10 guys in their rotation that play 25 minutes or more. And the top seven or eight guys are like 15, 16 points. And they all got good um, point differentials when they're on the floor. So I hear a lot of experts saying Cleveland's going to not do it. I'm, I'm going to go against the trend and say they're experienced enough where they They've lost playoff series, what they shouldn't have lost. They're 9 out of 10. They play like Badgers. Why not? Philadelphia is suspect now that they've lost Embiid. So when you think it was coming out of the East, okay? Milwaukee's all over the board, so we don't know what they're going to do. So who are they going to really worry about? And I think the Knicks are a team to be concerned with. However, with their injury issues and how they're going to be in a seven-game series going to battle, so who do they got to really be concerned with? Boston. That's right. And guess what? A a hard... A really tough defensive team will beat a team that shoots too many threes. And as Boston being that big, tough team that they are, do you know they're the number one three-point shooting team all the time? And sometimes that can get you in trouble. That's all I'm saying. And it has gotten Boston in trouble in the playoffs before. There you go. So do I think Cleveland's for real? That was a long runabout. But think about what's going on in the NBA because it's coming near the end too and you're going to be polls, playoffs, and all that. Cleveland's for real, bro. I really think they're for real. Take a look at them, and they play a nice style of basketball. And I believe they have the best points against average in the whole league. Yeah, big differential? Yeah. Yeah, they do. No, it's even just points against average. Yes, oh, yeah. Without the differential. Oh, yeah, Yeah. no, they're they're really, really good. I love the way they look. I love their team. Uh, They lost Tristan Thomas, who could have been... Thompson. Thompson. Is he gone for the year? Yeah. Isn't he gone for the year, isn't he? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, because he pissed something in his piss that shouldn't be there, and it wasn't a steroid. Let's put it that way. It's allegations. We'll see. But he's gone. He's gone, so he did something wrong. Yeah. But I think it was a little bit more than uh, performance enhancing. Fair enough. Okay, but anyways, Cleveland's on the board. Um, quick thing we're just going to bring about this, the Raptors. Did you see Scotty walk off the court the other night against San Antonio? It was kind of a bad look. Yeah. Everything went wrong, and he walked off. But you see how he responded last night? He came back with 29 and 12, manned up to it. You know what I mean? I made a mistake. But it has to be frustrating for him because the way the team has changed right around him so quickly, and now you're the man, and then everyone gets a little time because he gets a little bit more air on TV. You know, when you add all those things He's together, that bowling guy. Yeah, he's that bowling I love that commercial. I way. love it too. But, I mean, like, when you add all that up to a young guy who's only 22 years old, First of all, he's made the All-Star game, people. He got he got his chance. Which is this weekend. To, which is this weekend. Okay, he maybe got he, he got a little frustrated. But look at the team. Since this is only his third year, look what has gone on, the drama of this team and where they've evolved to 
as we speak. And the guys, half the team wasn't even there when we started training camp. And no NBA team wins like this until you go back to training camp and say, this is where we go from the start and away you go. Ask Oklahoma City. Ask Orlando. Ask the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, a few years ago, they were all like Toronto. you got to get this thing together, start from the beginning, and away you go. So being the leader of the team at this young and not knowing the direction in the whatever, sometimes frustration gets the best of you, but I think Scotty will be okay. Yeah, it's all about how you respond. Yes, and, I think and it's he showed a great response in that uh, last game. Thank you, because he took a real riding. And, you know, one of the guys that riding him that rode him real hard, and I want to say to you, I don't know how you know how much about basketball, and I do trying to like this guy. I thought Mr. Hayes was a little rough on his on the Jay Unright show last night for yeah. a considered hockey expert how he freaking drilled uh, Scotty into the ground, who's supposedly a guy that wants to uplift Toronto teams. I thought he went a little, a little overboard in his criticism. Fair enough. You know, uh, also, LeBron to the Warriors. Ah. They spent 24 hours trying to convince him. Do you hear about that? And LeBron was smart. He's building a complex in L.A. You know what I mean? Oh, why would he want to go to Golden State of all teams? Like, well, the, his that, rival that, there. Uh, exactly. But, and that's why. And he's already did that once in his career. And Durant went there to do it. So the fact that the, that the Warriors are sneaky enough to pull that shit blows my mind. But if, LA, if he had gone to the Warriors, I'd just turn it off for the rest of the year. I don't think there was any chance LeBron was ever going to go to the Warriors. No, because he's got AD with him, and you know what they're really hoping for, guy? And the history, too. Don't you think that plays into it? Oh, yeah, well, why? Yeah, why would you go there? And they're going to offer him more money. No, LeBron is L.A. for the rest of his career. But guess what? As we speak right now, you know what the first play-in game would be? Would it be uh, L.A. uh, Golden State? You're damn right. Now, you don't think ESPN, Adam Silver, and all those guys would go, wow, this is why we have a play-in. We got LeBron against Curry right off the hop, which just tells me sometimes the drama in the NBA drives me too much. I'm not a fan of Luka Doncic either, and though they got a little run in Dallas. Can I get that straight? I will continue to say, which drives me nuts in the NBA, everyone yelling at the refs. It's driving me crazy. But um, if we're going to talk about it, Real quick, because we're running long. Bottom line is, um, I, I've got, I've got no, uh, I got no time for all these guys yelling at the referees all the time. Don't you think that's starting to drive the game a little crazy? Yes. It's just too much. I know of in the it. NHL, there was a memo sent out to coaches before the season that they need to chill with the referees. Yeah, you got to, but these guys are yelling all the time. The teams, I mean, even LA, the Clippers do it, and the Cleveland does it too. But I'm finding there are two teams that are less. I'm starting to think now in all these leagues that uh, out west, those top four teams are going to separate themselves from everybody. I mean, they already have. Well, and it's not going to (laughs) change. So can we start talking about, because, you know, father time moves on. Shouldn't the NBA be giving more time to guys like Anthony Edwards, Shea, you know what I mean? Uh, they're giving Wimbanyana, but I mean, like some of yeah, these other young guys. Yeah, I agree, guys. but like LeBron is always, I mean, it's not There's so a much story LeBron. of the league. It's, it's, it's ESPN. They're, they, That's their thing. And LeBron kind of like suck all the air out of the room, right? Exactly, like and Curry dry. is the greatest shooter of all time, and we understand that. But when you don't make it, you don't make it. Let's start focusing on the next generation, so to speak. You know what I mean? I agree. So we'll, well, we're going to wait to see what happens in this whole NBA thing, which we'll be talking about because it's another 10 days. I'll be after the All-Star game, and we'll get a little bit more projections of what we're going to do. And also that, Andrew, I'm hoping the next time is we're going to open our mouths and say a little bit about what's going on in college basketball because how that happens is going to put a card in this year. Okay. Okay. For our final form, we're going to pick And USC there. will not be there, despite all the games that they get on we TV. We won't even bring that up in the moment because we will not be part of that hype. But I think an interesting... And it will be the last action, basically the Pac-12, that we'll be seeing for a very, very, very long time. 
I hear you. I hear you. But anyways, one interesting thing that's coming up, and I think I like this. Sabrina Ionescu is going against Steph Curry yes. in the three-point competition. That's how you sell something and get people's attention. <laughs> I mean, it's a lose-lose situation oh, for Curry, though. But, but Curry think? doesn't mind, and she's going to go by WNBA. Or I think that's stupid. Like, if you're going to have them go head-to-head, like, go head-to-head, guys. Come on. Well, that's what give her a chance to do it. So it'll be like Gronk. You get a I didn't second know that, time like, to miss. The, the lines were different and whatever. And the ball was different. I, I had no Girls idea. Girls and boys. Girls and boys. I, I, at Humber, they play by Girls women's and, and men play by the same rules. Same lines, same shit. Same shooting. everything. That's the way it should they, be. They play by FIBA rules. In, oh, uh, college, okay. That's yeah. why. And there, they do a little bit here. Because that, that's a jack up the offense, as you, as you well know. But that should be an interesting part of the game. And I'll be looking forward to see what Scotty Barnes is going to do. But don't worry, people. We're going to have a lot to be talking about basketball because uh, our, our football season's over, which pretty well brings us to the near the end of our show, don't you think? Uh, I understand you have uh, a gospel according to Cruz today, though. Yes, I do. And it's something that we've been talking about in a couple shows previously, and, and it's what we're I figure is going to change in my lifetime and what we should try to find consistent or, or if there's different levels or how we go about it. But anyway, this week they've announced the seven players that are inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. The this week. Pro Football, Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm starting to believe, as I've talked about in this show, that the numbers in baseball are getting a little skewered, and I think some of the guys in the NHL that are getting in, I go, I don't know because the numbers have changed. But let's just take a quick look at how this happened in the NFL, and I'm thinking, did they get it right? And I'm starting to think yes and no. So does that mean I'm a fence-sitter? But let me explain why. Wouldn't be the first time. Okay, and you don't mean to be. Okay, so every year now, there's guys that are going to be coming up, right? Sure. For example, J.J. Watts retiring is going to be coming up. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Tom Brady. Okay, Brady's going to be coming up. Um, Eli, I think Eli gets his first shot at it next year because he's been f- retired long enough. Anyways, you guys got the idea about players. I won't waste too much time. So it determines on how you get in there. So this year, the first person that made it and the first time on the Hall of Fame was Julius Peppers who is normally known for playing for Carolina. Right. I have no doubt that Julius Peppers is a Hall of Famer. Agreed. And he was the first ballot Hall of Famer. I get it. How, how they determine that, because we'll talk about because Reggie Wayne isn't in yet. But we'll get to that in a minute. So then we, we go around and we look at who comes in next. We got two guys, Dwight Freeney and Andre Johnson. I don't know if you watch those guys play. Freeney was a lineman on, on Indianapolis, and especially in those years with... with um, Peyton and stuff. That guy's a Hall of Famer. Why it took him two times, I don't know. And Andre J- uh, Johnson of the Houston, which now has the only now every team in the M- in the thing has a Hall of Famer. Oh, that's they were the cool. la- that's last one because Andre. But have you seen Andre Johnson play? I think he was victim of the fact that I personally believe he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. But he spent so much time in Houston when they weren't winning, he wasn't getting the accolades of say somebody like a Michael Irwin or a Randy Moss or a whoever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And who quickly came behind him was D Hop, who's another guy that came in. So that's what they got him. He came in there. Then after that, who did we get in there? We got Devin Hester and we got Patrick Willis. Now, Devin Hester, to me, is kind of like the punter guy. He's the greatest kickoff return guy. He's done a lot of good things. He's on both ends of the ball. So eventually, people are going to say, a guy like this deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. What did it take him? Three years, three chances of eligibility, and he got in. Do you think that's cool? I think it is, Devin Hester. I don't think every punt returner in there, but let's look at his body of work. Exactly. We're going to say we're going to go there. And then we got the last two guys here, which really blow me away, because let's talk about this. I don't know. Do you know who Randy Gratishar is? I've never heard that name before. Played for Denver in the year when they had their their Bronco, the Orange Crush defense in that. Great linebacker. 
Very, very solid. Made a few All-Pros. Look at his number. Did I ever look at him as a Hall of Famer? Yes and no. But what gets to me is that he was 35 years on the ballot to get him to get in there. Which brings us to Steve McMichael, who is also a defensive. You ever heard Steve McMichael? That's a little bit before my time, I'm Okay, guessing. he actually was on one team, but he ended up getting moved to Chicago, and he was part of that defense that's considered the greatest of oh, all time. Oh, the 85 Bears? Okay. He played on that team there. So did I think Steve McMichael, I'm saying that he was as solid as anyone on that defense, but they had all the other guys in, in front. I'm just saying if he was going to be there, why did it take him 29 years to get there? I couldn't tell you. Okay, so this is where I'm getting at. With the Hall of Fame, um, numbers don't lie, okay? The eye test, they say, doesn't lie. Nah. Okay, so when we get here in the future and look at all of Hall of Fame, I'm going to say that I'm going to concede to the fact that the numbers and the game has changed, and eventually what we're going to see is guys waiting 40 years that to get on the list or they're going to look 40 years later and look back and say well that guy had the numbers to get in and my point is this to end it i don't know if you ever seen sterling sharp play football you know who sterling sharp is i know who he is i i know he was a uh, was he played for green bay he played for yeah. green bay and i heard it the other day and i thought it was so true shannon sharp said i'm the second best player in my house and I've i'm in the shannon hall of before, fame yeah. i'm in the hall of fame and he's not what decides on that? Did he not play long enough? If you look at his numbers there, he was four-time All-Pro, and they let Terrell Davis in because Terrell Davis won two Super Bowls in a row with Denver and had the yeah. big numbers. However, if you were to pony up Sterling Sharp's effect on his team and you ponied up Darryl, uh, Terrell Evans or Terrell Davis's numbers up, for career-wise, they're about equal. This is why I'm trying to figure out, is the Hall of Fame going to continue to be credible or guys are going to be left like Steve McKnight, Michael, and 29 years from now they're going to say, okay, Sterling Sharp, you can now enter the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it, but my, the reason I'm saying is that Sterling Sharp is one of the best wide receivers I've ever seen in my life. He's got six years that maybe he got a broken neck. You heard that's why yeah, he didn't play yeah. anymore. So anyways, I'm hoping that somewhere along the line, the Hall of Fame guys can, can combine analytics, eye test, and numbers so we don't have to wait for guys for 40 years to well, get in. Analytics are numbers, but... Well, whatever the case may be, you know who's going to use it. Because it's going to be interesting. How many guys are going to slide away? Like, one of the guys I'm going to bring up is Reggie Wayne. Do you think Reggie Wayne's a Hall of Famer? Of You've seen him in your time. He's yeah. not in yet. Now, how many years has he been eligible? A few. Okay, a few. So, like, remember Drew Pearson? Sure. Drew Pearson was a great guy. It took him, what, 30-some years to get in? Going to end my thought with this. I don't know how that happens, bro. Like, right place, right time? Yeah. I Who mean, does what or whatever? through the cracks, and then, like, I guess, like, people have to make, like, campaigns to, like, remind people, like, hey, you forgot this guy. Okay, well, there's right or wrong in it, but the one thing I'm going to say about it is this. I'm not sure if Randy Gratishar... For me personally, if I had a vote, I don't know if I would have voted for the guy. And I'm old enough to remember yeah. seeing him play. I seen Steve McMichael's uh, play, and when I just seen he got in here now, I was the exact opposite, thinking, "Why isn't he all in already?" So I don't know. We'll keep this this Hall of Fame talk going for as long as we're, we're going to be running around. But I find it interesting to say, 
what level of Hall of Famer you are yeah. and how long you're going to wait to get in. And all, I don't know. With Hall of Fame, it's almost like we should have, like, different levels, you know? Like, you were, like, a Class S or, like, a Class A, Class B, like. Well, they're already saying they're starting to do that around Canton, and the players are agree. So, like, if you walk down and oh, the like, last room okay. you get to and you walk in, who's in this room? Oh, Joe Montana, Jim Brown, Tom Brady, uh, Jerry Rice. But if you go in the one a couple of more down, then you're going to find, like, uh, Julius Peppers and the other guys, right? <laughs> I guess that's how it works. We won't know. But anyway, we'll continue the discussion forever and ever here at the house that happens. Amen. Great show again today. I can't wait to hear the content. Um, Last week's show was killer. I was really impressed. Well, we're going to just Not to toot our own horn here, but, you know, toot toot, bitches. Okay, that's what we do. Anyways, I just want a big, big shout-out to everybody that's going to enjoy Family Day weekend. Yes. You know what I mean? And you Milani people seem to do it so well, even though I know even you're going to play friends with my family this, this weekend. weekend but, but I'm just saying it's, it's all about the family thing, and you proved that on, on um, Super Bowl Sunday. You know what I mean? Once again, big guy, thanks for dragging me out to San Fran. It was a good time. Thanks for taking care of me. San I had really Francesco, good... not yeah, San Francisco. Uh, that's why I'll just keep it short at San Fran, and then I don't step on anybody's toes. <laughs> you know what I mean? For, if I'm ever in Aaron Mills, i got to make my way out there. Oh, you will. The food's great. You'll love the guys. We, we, we've actually talked about it. If you're going to do it like later in the year when the weather's good, we want to broadcast one show from there. Let's do it. We'll do I'm it. Down. We're going to tell them there we might have some frack. But okay, that's you, Moco, Danny, Steve. We're coming to San Fran. We'll, we'll get it up when the time is there. Anything else you'd like to know? And once again, we can't say enough to the people that are listening. Agreed. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, our listeners, thank you so much. We've had, uh, I keep forgetting to bring this up, we had a lot of downloads from Oregon lately. Wow. Shout out Oregon. Yeah, that's where they keep Nike. So let's yep. let's make sure we know we're out there. And, and there, I hear you're vying for an NHL team too, so we'll see. We'll help you out. And in any event too, and all the people that I've seen that around around Etobicoke here, that you're always, you, we know you're listening because you hear my silly opinions and, and you're loving the way that Andrew presents the show. Thanks a lot for listening. Anything else you want to say before next week, bro? Uh, I'm looking forward to trying the veal at uh, San Fran. You will, you will love it. Yes. It's great there. Everyone have a great uh, family day weekend. Yeah, be safe. Uh, just have a good time and uh, enjoy uh, the extra day off. Enjoy your holiday. Okay, and everybody knows, hi, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. And this is the house that happens, and you know what we do. We keep, we keep the, the vibe alive. You can find the house that happens on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung, Podchaser, Boomplay, YouTube, and SoundCloud. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at The House That Happens, and follow us on Twitter at House Happens. You can also shoot us an email at thehousethathappens at gmail.com.